My name is James Rowlands, and I am a lifelong wrestling fan. In 2015, I started a podcast with my friend, Dan White, reviewing the WWE Network and seeing if it's worth the $9.99 a month. It was. And since then, every month, we watch the latest WWE pay-per-views, NXT, and now 205 Live. Still continuing our journey through the network, watching ECW, WCW, and all its classic content. Until we've watched it all, we are with you, and we are the WNR. Yes, hello. I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by... Dan White. And it is episode WNR136, episode 136, and it's the WWE Clash of Champions 2017. Dan, are you looking forward to this event? Yeah, there's a few interesting matches, a few heated rivalries going on in there. Yeah, you know, it should be a very interesting pay-per-view. Yeah, it should be, it should be. So before we get on to the last pay-per-view of the year, let's start with the alternate intro. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of a starship enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new wells, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. And of course, that is Star Trek Gate Wars. Uh, everybody knows that intro. I thought because we were doing Star Wars last week, that I think it would only be fair to do uh, Star Trek today. So yes, we are here for the last pay-per-view of the year. And in every pay-per-view, we have got predictions. We have three leagues, Dan, don't we? We do indeed, yes. We've got a bonus prediction, which is uh, it is included into our end-of-year predictions, which are coming up very soon. Bold predictions and any other predictions we may throw your way. We've got an NXT league where we, do, well, we predict the outcomes of all the NXT pay-per-views. And, of course, we've got the normal WWE pay-per-view prediction league as well. It all comes to a head in two weeks' time when we do our New Year's Eve special podcast and we're going to go through all the points. I can tell you right now that NXT, we are level five points each. Is that out of five pay-per-views? That's out of five pay-per-views, yes. But I got... I don't have to say it, but... Yeah, I got five out of five events right. You got one event wrong, but because of the Adam Cole shenanigans, it is five all. Bonus predictions, I'm 10-7 up. Now, I thought I had a bigger lead in bonus predictions than that, but alas, it is just three points. But I think where I really come into light is the pay-per-view predictions, because this year it's 12-7 to me. But I should say, Dan, last pay-per-view Survivor Series, you got the perfect score. So you're on a bit of a roll. I'm coming off a loss. I'm hoping it changes today. But I don't think it will because of the first match on the kickoff, which is Mojo Rawley versus Zack Ryder. Now, Dan, what have you thought of the build-up? to this match I can't um, really talk about <laughs> well it's been quite of an interesting build up it showed you a bit of uh, their NXT days where they came together and they was of course the hype bros you know you saw Mojo winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal with his friend Gronk yeah. which is the most fucking retarded name ever um, and then you you know you saw Zack Ryder injury Mojo was waiting around for him to come back from injury and then uh after a few losses, after losses, after losses, Mojo finally had enough of Zack Ryder and beat him down. This is why we've come to uh, these two having a match against each other. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those where the the hype videos it was, was better than anything we've seen from because they've not been on SmackDown recently, have they, kind of promoting it. We'll open up predictions now, because like I say, predictions are important. 
And I've worked out the maths here, and at the moment I'm eight points in the lead. Now, what does a loser have to do? If, if, if I was to lose, Dan, what would happen? Um, you would have to wear a T-shirt of my choosing, and there's a few other little stipulations in there which we'll iron out. Yes. And uh, I think it's fair to say any time the person demands the other person to wear the T-shirt... They have to, don't they? You know, Indeed, there is no. Yes. If, if we go, well, we're going to watch Raw and SmackDown this year, yeah. so you know, one of us might have to be wearing a T-shirt that we really don't want to yeah. be wearing, but we we won't have much choice. No, we won't. So we'll open up predictions, and that's why it's important because if you get the win tonight, it goes down to seven. And I should say we've got the year-end predictions on the year special where we've done predictions for every WWE champion uh, who it is at the end of the year, Raw Rumble winner, Money in the Bank bonus predictions as well and every one of them is an extra bonus point so if you were to get i mean there's what say 20 year end stuff you if you were to get the win tonight and eight points then you would be in the lead wouldn't you but i mean depending on what you get as well yeah depending on what i get but you know let's stay positive about this you know we don't want it to be like uh we wanted to have some excitement towards the end of the year we saw mojo coming out Sorry, there's 21 points 21 available points. on the bonus predictions. Wow, so 21 points, and these envelopes have been locked away for a whole year. So I absolutely have no idea what I have gone for because it has been 12 long months now. And so, we've done a lot of podcasts yeah, in that time. Well, 52 We're, plus some 50, bonuses. Yes, yeah, I mean, it's been a great year, but like I said, we'll speak about that New Year's Eve special. Talk about Mojo's new entrance music. That's a little change for him, isn't it? As we see yes. him just coming out here. Uh, and then he goes down into a three-point stance and runs his way to the ring. And then Zack Ryder obviously coming out on his own and uh, he's wearing a new jacket and, well, makes his way down to the ring and he starts things off with a flurry against Mojo. Well, Mojo needs to pay for what Zack Ryder has done and Zack Ryder can show fire. And I think the victory here for Mojo is too obvious. I fucking hate Mojo Rawley's guts, you know. I, uh, do you? Oh, I've, yeah. You know what? I've never, I never knew that. I'm so angry. I've opened up the envelope the wrong way round. That's how annoyed I am Mojo Rawley. But then, you know... A victory for Mojo could be the push he really needs to elevate him to superstar and then, status. And then what? And then what for Mojo? And Do you then know what perhaps I mean? a heavyweight championship. Right. So I'm for. Oh my God! Maybe the new improved Mojo Rawley's just taking Zack Ryder down with a spinebuster. I have gone for Zack Ryder in this one. You can say I, I don't care. I will never go Mojo. Unlike you, ever go for the guy I absolutely hate and. Who have you gone for to piss me off as we start our predictions? I have gone for cunt. Ah. As you so eloquently put it. You know, this could be just a push that Mojo needs to elevate him away from Zack Ryder. You know, Zack Ryder, he's had a few championships. He's, uh, you know, he's been one of the aims. He has. He he has been. You know, along with his uh, friend, Kurt Kurt Hawkins, Hawkins, or... So, you know, it's uh, Zack Ryder's had his time and he could elevate this young upstart Mojo Rawley to the to the highest of heights. That's where I disagree with you because the thing is with Zack Ryder, he has not been used properly. Yeah, he had a WrestleMania moment a couple of years ago when he won the IC title. But apart from that, he got himself over with those uh, Long Islands that I see, you know, the videos that he did on YouTube, the US title run, and then he was completely destroyed by Kane. And a victory over Ryder, does that mean that much? I mean, this guy, like you said, both of these guys are, uh, if Velocity was still around, it would be the main show, you know, be on main event or whatever it is. It's just, for me, a, a victory for Mojo is like, 
Yeah, all right. It's like if Cass... That's why they didn't have Cass versus Enzo. Because Cass obviously beats Enzo Amore. It's like, with that ride, if they we wouldn't be in this situation. So, I, I don't care about losing a point. It's the end of the year, and, you know, I'm five up at the moment. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> and that is two pay-per-views now. I've gone for Mojo. I lost the first pay-per-view, so let's see what happens here. But I have gone for a couple of surprises here tonight. I'm feeling kind of New Year special, and I do think there might be a couple of things that... We're not really expecting that could happen, you know? Well, you know, only time will tell. Yeah. I think saying it's their last match here tonight. I think they will be fired from the WWE. Jinder Mahal, new WWE champion. <laughs> Natalia. Who the fuck Natalia? Surprises the world. I should really talk about the kickoff panel. Right, so on the kickoff panel, we've got Renee Young with Sam Rosenberg and David Utunga. We see AJ Styles being in. I've lost my voice. We see AJ Styles being interviewed backstage. He said it won't be good. He won't be great. He'll be phenomenal here tonight. Let's see if he is or not. We don't know. No, here's a warning for those right rookies. They better stay far away from me because if they get in my business again, they will feel the glow. So we'll see if Naomi has a uh, point to prove. uh, Natalia crashes Charlotte's interview in the... Charlotte was getting interviewed at the kickoff panel. And was interrupted by Natalia, and they got into a little bit of an exchange. And in the social media lounge, we saw the New Day, who were celebrating their five-year, 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 five-versary in WWE. And of course, now we move on to the kickoff match. So, Dan, can Mojo become a star? Go on, answer me that. You're you're a big fan. Tell me, can he actually become a star? I know I'm too biased to uh, have a proper answer. No, you know he's so boring in the ring. It is unbelievable. But then again, you know, John Cena in the ring, and he got oh, over big time. Dude, yeah, but you can't compare John Cena to... I mean, Mojo's got no talent whatsoever. I mean, at least Cena had a bit of talent. Like, Mongo McMichael had more talent than Mojo Rawley. David Arquette had more talent than Mojo Rawley. I just... Wow, that's a bold statement there, James. But, I mean, what's next for Mojo? Does he... If, if, I tell you what, if he starts feuding with, like, Bobby Roode or something like that, I will be fucking furious the way they're kind of wasted. I mean, but what's it lead? I, do you know, if Mojo does perform well, this might lead to an Andre the Giant Memorial about Royal win, and we know how important they are. <laughs> Indeed, yes. Uh, well, he could be a surprise Money in the Bank winner. Yeah. Elevate I mean, himself to success that way. Don't, don't, don't you dare. <laughs> don't even joke about that that is just that's horrible and now he's just taunting his fallen ex-partner well we're seeing the new side of mojo aren't we seeing the hillside well mojo was trash talking rider and rider responds with a big right hand could this be zach's comeback yeah come on zach put mojo away oh but mojo got a bit pissed off with that grabs him by the throat Oh, but Ryder responds with a slap. I think that's just angered the beast in Mojo. And look at Zack Ryder go. Sending Mojo back in the corner. Are we going to see the broski boot? No. Oh, the forearms leading up to it. Woo, woo, woo. Backing him down. He's going to do it, isn't he? Broski boot. He hit the rough rider and you win. Oh, he's having a lot more offense than I thought he was going to have. Boot to Mojo. Oh, you oh. had to take the easy way out. Well, he got his foot to the bottom rope on two. Two. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he is, that rider. Come on. Oh, but Mojo's fighting back, gone straight for the knee. He's getting hyped up. Oh, no. Come on, Zach. Oh, oh big knockout punch. Could this be the end for Ryder? 
one, two, three. Uh, <laughs> so, Dan, what do you think of the match? It wasn't great, was it? No. It was well, let's be honest, it wasn't great. But the the important thing is it's a point for me. Yeah, that's not the important. The important thing, do we see an emergence of a rising star in Mojo? Have we seen anything tonight? Think, oh, possibly there is something in there. What about his new aggressive style? Are you swayed for Mojo whatsoever? Um, well, you, you know, when idiots split up from their tag team partners and uh, they start to cheat when they become a heel. And, you know, they turn into an even bigger dickhead than they was before. Fortunately, Mojo didn't need to cheat to get victory tonight. So, you know, it, it is a bit of a in the plus column. Yeah, but credit to that right. I mean, is that right? And if Mojo hadn't used the ropes to uh, get out of that, that pin attempt, then it would have been all over, wouldn't it? So, but, you know, we, we've seen some greats use a rope <laughs> to escape pinfall loss. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm interested in, though, is that the big cast colour turn and end zone, the way he was treated, is, is you know, that's a level seven. Mojo at the moment is probably three or four. Do you know what I mean? Like, he will be forgotten about by WrestleMania, which I only think is... Uh, only really. Well, um, James, do you remember me saying that about Enzo? Yeah. And now look at yeah, him. Yeah, now look at him. Oh, God. So, you know, don't count your chickens, my friend. No. But the important thing is, Dan, like you said, you do start off this Clash of Champions pay-per-view with one point. So it is 1-0. Will it change in the entire Clash of Champions show? We'll find out after we watch the opening promo. The journey towards championship glory never ends. For every victory leads to new challengers. And every challenger leads to new obstacles. But some obstacles we never see coming. The Raw and SmackDown teams squaring off across the ring from one another. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens! What are they doing? This is outrageous. SmackDown Live was well on their way to winning. They screwed over their entire roster. Raw wins Survivor Series! Two of you have no respect. <laughs> Gotta wonder what kind of repercussions await Kevin and Sammy at the Clash of Champions. Sammy Zayn, you will be teaming up with Kevin Owens to take on Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura. Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn will be fired if they don't win. Shane McMahon's the referee. Can you stack the odds against them anymore? I'm gonna prove tonight. There will be a second guest referee, and that man is me. Two referees inside one ring. All will be defended or lost. Every championship is up for grabs tonight. On this journey. This is all I have wanted every single day. I'm taking back my title, Queenie. You can imagine what combustible elements you'll have at ringside in a lumberjack match. Chaos inside and outside of the ring. I am coming for my WWE Championship. Behold, there's Craig Styles on the side of the face. <laughs> this is my championship. Come down here and take it from me. This clash. What actually happens with two referees? It has never happened before. Careers are on the line. Of champions. Uh, I think if the promo has 
taught us anything here, it is that the Nakamura and versus Owens and Zay match will be the main event because not only did they have a big build-up for that, they then said, of course, every championship on the line on SmackDown. And uh, interesting night, like I say, we've got a, a few matches I hope deliver from an in-ring point of view, one of them being the Fatal 4-Way tag team match. And I don't think the main event will be too bad either, to be fair. And I hope the uh, the, the matches that I think might be squash matches just done and out of the way, a bit like the Mojo Rider that we've had. But we are in Boston, Massachusetts. Well, we see Tom or Todd Phillips, Corey Graves and Byron Saxton on commentary. But of course, and we'll be leading you here tonight. And we see Bobby Roode coming out here, of course, ready for the triple threat. United States Championship match. And I'm going to ask myself, I don't know about the build-up to this because I thought it was going to be a straight one-on-one match. I'm confused with Dolph Ziggler's involvement in this. You're going to have to explain that to me. Uh, I'm just upset about Bobby Roode. I thought he was coming in as a main event talent. At Survivor Series, he was wasted. And now he's put in this. So I'm not happy. But uh, like I said, a couple of weeks ago, it was Roode versus Corbin. And Ziggler started to come out, zigzag Bobby Roode. And then zigzag... Baron Corbin and kind of put himself into this match so I, I don't know with Dolph Ziggler he's he's there's an old term in TV it's called jumping the shark basically he's within the Fonz one episode jumped over a shark and they said that's the TV show over and done with now I think for Dolph Ziggler it's over and done with now for you mate if you want to go away for a couple of years if you want to reinvent yourself do that and come back but you, you can't keep being like the kind of guy that never wins you know and with Bobby Roode being in the United States title match, I, I just hope he wins. That's all I'm saying. If he's going to be in it, he's got to win it, hasn't he? Uh, but predictions, Dan, who have you gone for? And new US champion, Bobby, Bobby Roode. See, I've got faith in your you guy. You've got though. faith in my guy. Um, I haven't. Baron Corbin. <laughs> ah, well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. If Bobby Roode wins and Mojo wins on the same card and I didn't go for Bobby Roode, I'm going to be so uh, fucking annoyed. James, you, you do know what happens when I don't go for my guy, Randy Orton, don't you? <laughs> just hashtag just saying. Yeah, hashtag just desserts would be fair, wouldn't it? So Baron Corman's coming out of his awful uh, music. And uh, we, we talked about this. You know, it's, it's going to be interesting. So Bobby Roode, Dan, why have you gone for him for? I think he's the more entertaining out of the three going for the title. I think, you know, they, he's he's got more going. From, um, and, you, you know, he has been treated rather unfairly as of late. So, yeah. you know, this would be the push that he needs and truly deserves as well. Yeah, but what I will say is, uh, I don't know how, you know, people have long memories, but we did have a triple threat match with AJ Styles, Ty Dillinger with Corbin when he did win. And I said at the time, well, triple threat match, you don't usually have a new champion here. And I was wrong about that Corbin one. It's a month since then. If Bobby Reed was to win the US title, I would like it in a one-on-one match with Corbin, maybe at the Rumble, building up towards there. I think that's why maybe Ziggler's in. So we're going to watch Ziggler. I don't think, do you know what I mean? I think the feud between Corbin and Reed's going to carry on. And I think Ziggler's going to be the full guy, but this is a question. Well, that's what I mean. What if guy. Rude pins Ziggler, yeah. Corbin's like, well, what the fuck's going exactly. on? Yeah, yeah. And if Corbin retains off Ziggler, then Rude can say, well, hang on a minute, I need my one on one match for the I US title. I didn't get beaten for it, yeah. So, so it, it's, it, the problem is, because it's the end of the year, they might do what they want to do, but it looks like maybe Rude and Ziggler are going to team up with Corbin. Take out the biggest <laughs> yeah. threat in the match. Yeah, I mean, that's a great idea. 
I mean, keys to victory then, yeah. What would uh, Bobby Roode have to do in this match if he wanted to win? Um, well, you know, he needs uh, a couple of glorious DDTs, I suppose. Um, you know, let let Ziggler and Corbin both sweat it out. Oh. And then uh, pick up the easy win. What does uh, Corbin need to do to get victory? I think he needs to avoid the, the early onslaught like we've seen between these two. And even though he's a big man, he needs to make... Like Rude and Ziggler have a singles match, and you know, like Brock Lesnar does in multi-man matches, where he just hangs the outside for like ten minutes. Maybe Corbin can do that, but it'd be interesting what happens. Ziggler nearly got caught with a glorious DDT. Well, after he went for a super kick attempt, so you know, both hitting their finishing moves, try and get the match over before uh, Corbin gets back into the action. And both men have both had near pinfalls, but. Either man kicked out. Oh, yeah, like I said, Ziggler went for the famous sir and Rude hit him with a spine buster. Corbin's just taken out Bobby Rude at ringside. If I was Ziggler, I'd maybe leave to be up Bobby Rude. He didn't know you were there. He's working over Bobby Rude now, throws him into the barricade. And I suppose that felt too glorious. No, uh, Bobby Rude, like I say, looking for redemption here on SmackDown. I wouldn't be that upset if he was to win the US title. I mean, I haven't gone for him, but... The glorious one, I think, is better with a championship belt. Looks like Ziggler's out for the time being. Corbin zeroing in on Rude. Throws him face first into the mat and then just delivers a hellacious right hand to his face. And Corbin is vicious. I mean, has he improved a lot? I mean, how has 2017 treated Baron Corbin? Meh. I, I, I don't think it's been too bad for him. I, d- I, I don't know. He, he hasn't improved, but yet he hasn't got worse. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult, but, you know. But then again, you know... I think Bobby Roode started the year off better than he's ended it. Yeah, I, I, I think he yeah. has. And I think uh, even Ziggler has. But I think Ziggler's not really important because of his position. I think, yeah, with Bobby Roode, if you look at where he was this time last year, heading into the takeover match with Nakamura, all the excitement being built on him. I think even with Corbin, like I said, he eliminated Strowman at the Rumble this year, didn't he? And yeah. one money in the bank, everybody thought he was going to do it. Lost to Cena at SummerSlam. And now he's kind of United States champion. So Failed cash-in. Exactly, so he's kind of holding his head above water at this moment in time. Yeah, but you know, is is uh, is the title really as prestigious now? Baron Corbin's holding it. No, I don't no, think it is. No, I don't think it is. Either. Would it get more prestigious if Bobby Roode won the match? They did it right. Yeah, in an unbiased opinion. In, in an unbiased opinion, if they did it right, because but you know, you know personally uh, how good Bobby Roode is as a champion, how he carries himself. So that brings you know people look at the championship a little bit different. It's, you know, you carry it around wearing a, a suit and tie. You obviously look more smart than someone like Corbin who's coming in in the street clothes, you know. It's, it's that kind of the way corporate champion type of way Rude is as he gets caught with a big... Uh, sidewalk slam. Yeah, sidewalk Corbin s- goes for a cover, but Ziggler interrupts it. Ziggler's having none of that. He's had his little breathe on the outside now. He's coming in to create some punishment because caught with the right hand. So this should be a great pay-per-view, you know. We've got... Your most glorious wrestler in Bobby Roode. My most glorious wrestler, Randy Orton. And we've got one that we both admire, Mojo Rawley. Um, yeah. Sorry, Nakamura. <laughs> exactly. So we at least have good entrances here tonight. But the thing, can SmackDown deliver? They've been a bit off pace at, a bit, a bit off pace at the moment, haven't they? So Bobby Roode runs through Baron Corbin. Yeah, sent Ziggler out scurrying away. Corbin did a bit of clothesline, went running around the ring post. And now it's turned into a singles between Roode. He gets his uh, feet up in a corner. Second right by Rude. Goes for the cover. One, two. Oh, but Corbin managing to kick out. Oh, oh barely barren there. And you can see him rolling towards the outside. Can't be pinned there. And Ziggler's coming in from behind. Oh. 
looking for a zigzag. Rude holds onto the top rope, clotheslines him down. Big back elbow, looking for a rude bottom. <laughs> Ziggler comes running into the corner. Rude again puts his feet up. And again, he's in the go off the second rope. Oh, jumps over Ziggler. Oh, gets caught low. Famous up from Dolph. One, two. Oh, oh and Corbin in to save the match. And I'll tell you, Rude is kind of bringing it here tonight. He seems a little bit at a faster pace. I don't know if it's just because of Ziggler and the matches they've had together or what it is, but I've been quite impressed with uh, how fast this match has gone. But I've not so seen that. He hasn't had time to, has he? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not. He's getting down to business. As Corbin looks like he's getting down to business, rips off his shirt. Who's it going to be the end of days for? Oh, he wants Rude to get up, who's in the corner. Splashes Ziggler. Like back a... to Rude, but gets caught with a big back elbow. Drop kick from Dolph. Oh! Oh, Rude, bottom. Sends Ziggler to the outside, but deep six by Corbin. One, two. Ah. Oh, but Rude managing to kick out. Ah. Well, he didn't hook the leg there, did he? And that's probably the uh, the biggest problem with that. What do you think of uh, Bobby doing the Bobby Bottom? I like the, I like the Rude Bottom. I like it. <laughs> He's <laughs> stolen Double A's spine, bust. Yeah. He's stolen the Rock's Bottom. Yeah, I know, but still, he, he's playing homage to them all. And look at Baron Corbin smirking. James, he hasn't got a cigarette in his gob. He's just got a smile on his face. And instead of putting Rude away, he's going to put him up on a second rope. I bet Ziggler wins this. <laughs> Superplex attempt from uh, Corbin, but Rude managing to fight out. Corbin drops all the way down. Oh, but Ziggler up. He wants a superplex. Oh, but Bobby Rude holding on. Ziggler fighting back. He wants that superplex. Can he get it? Corbin up. Triple Tower of Doom. <laughs> Well, Rude got hit with a superplex and Corbin hit Ziggler with the power bomb. Can Corbin capitalise? One, two. Oh! oh but Ziggler managing to kick out. Oh. Is he going to try his luck with Rude? I think he is. One, two, kick oh. out from Dolph. Oh, well, that was a hellacious move, though, in the corner. It seems to happen in pretty much every triple threat match, though. Yeah. When they started doing it, it was kind of different, wasn't it? But uh, I, I still don't mind it. I like the more the merrier, like they did in war games when they had like all <laughs> nine men involved. Corbin's looking to pay, looking to put away Dolph Ziggler. Oh, is he going to go for the choke slam? Deep. Ziggler managing to move out the way of it. Oh. Throws Corbin into the corner, shoulder first. Uh-oh, Corbin down and Ziggler. Talk about stealing other people's moves. Well, we've had an Undertaker, we've had a Rock, <laughs> and now we're going to have a Shawn Michaels rip-off. Oh, my God. And Ziggler tuning up the band, screaming, it's mine now. Well, will it be his, the United He's States? Duck it, glorious DDT, yeah, one, know. two, three. Will it be his, the United States title? Oh, no, Ziggler moves out of the way. Oh. Spinebuster. There we go. Glorious. Glorious DDT to Ziggler. Ziggler ducks. Zigzag. Oh, no. DDT right on the button of Rude. Ziggler. two. Oh. Rude managing to kick out. Uh. (laughs) Well, how close was that for Dolph Ziggler winning the US title here? 
brilliant escape from Dolph, though. You've got to give it to him. Yeah, I mean, Dolph's an excellent wrestler. It's just a shame what they've done to the kind of character because we know he can go in a ring. Look how close that was. Corbin's back in the mix now. Yeah, but don't forget he's got that bad arm. Throws Ziggler out. Ziggler held if he was getting eliminated from the Royal Rumble. Corbin. Rude low bridges him. There we go. This is it now. Corbin's out the Super ring. kick. Gets caught. And Rude's got Ziggler. Oh, oh, the move that doesn't work. The slingshot. And Ziggler doesn't know where he is. And Bobby Rude now. It's time. Glorious. Glorious DDT. Come on, Captain. Oh, you oh, twat. Corbin in. Oh, no. Rude throws him out. Kim. Goes for the cover. One, two. Oh, oh you twat, Baron. <laughs> you twat. Baron Corbin throws Bobby Rude out of the ring. And Corbin now. Got Rude in a choke slam. Oh. Well, drops him over his knee. I think that's the glorious one out for the count. Well, he hit his finishing move. Credit to him. And Corbin, though, wants to bring Rude back in. He wants to finish it on Rude. Well, I tell you something, that gives Rude a chance, though. Hit the glorious DDT. Not on Baron Corbin yet, though. He's got him up. And Ziggler. Oh. Zigzag end one, of days. Two, three. <laughs> What did we say? <laughs> wow. Dolph Ziggler. It's a new United States. Well, I called a new United States champion, <laughs> but not the right one. Oh, motherfucker, Dolph Ziggler. Oh, Corbin was seconds away there. End of days, zigzag. And fair play to Ziggler. Fair play to him. Fair play to him, yeah. yeah. That was a great finish as well. Yeah. That was a very entertaining match. Yeah, no, I I really, really like that, you know. Uh, it was a fast-paced, uh, real near full-time, especially after Rude hit the glorious DDT. But, I mean, the, the the finishing of that, I mean, I could watch that again. Hopefully they do show a replay because the uh, end of days in zigzag, I think was a thing of beauty, really. Worked really well. Here we go. So, end of days to Rude and then Ziggler, zigzag. <laughs> well, Ziggler, Dan, you are one, still 1-0 one up. As we go into our third match. But, uh, well, a new champion and a great way to start the pay-per-view. I've almost forgot about Mojo already, you know. So, fair play, Dolph Ziggler. Wow, here we go. January 28th, the Royal Rumble begins. And I think it's a great time right now to say our next live shows will be, of course, January 27th for NXT TakeOver Live. We're going to be there for the the kickoff at 11pm and then... Sunday, Dan. Uh, Sunday, yes. We're going to be live for the kickoff of the Royal Rumble, 10 o'clock. Yeah. And all we're backstage at the moment. Like maybe I'd be swimming in it. Almost as if this was made for somebody like like Earthquake. Could you find me another one? Yeah. Thank you. Mine fits. Don't look too hard. Maybe you shouldn't even wear one. Daniel, listen. Uh, You know, I've been going a little bonkers with this thing. And, you know, I respect you immensely. The reason you were here and I asked you to be the general manager of SmackDown is because of that respect. But Daniel, I mean, what has been going on the last several weeks? Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens were supposed to be taken out. Gone. Then, I make myself special guest referee. And then last week, you make yourself another special guest referee. What on earth is going through your head? I'm really, really trying to understand this. Shane, I'm here to protect the integrity of SmackDown. And not only that, 
I'm also trying to protect you from yourself. You have to admit, you have a little bit of a hothead, and you've got a grudge against these two guys. I'm trying to do what's best for SmackDown Live. Understandably, I have a grudge. You have a point about the hothead thing. Oh my god, he deserve it. Alright, so let's play this out a little bit. You're a referee? Mm -hmm. I'm a referee. So I'm going to be inside, and you're going to be the one on the outside? Nope, we're both going to be inside the ring. Oh, that's interesting. Unprecedented. Mm -hmm. Two referees at the same time in the ring. Mm -hmm. hmm. Any ideas how maybe that'll work? Got some ideas. Hmm. But maybe we should talk about that a little more private? Oh, I'll tell you what. Let me go try to work on a referee a shirt that fits you. Then I'll come back and we'll discuss how we're going to get it done. Okay. Sounds, Sounds good? good. See you out there. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, Baron. Excuse me, Baron. Between this and your unsuccessful attempt at cashing in your Money in the Bank contract, some are saying that you're earning the reputation of squandering opportunities. I didn't squander anything. I was cheated. Dolph Ziggler didn't belong in that match. He didn't earn it. He stole it. And he's going to pay for it when I take back my United States Championship. So do you think a Daniel Bryan heel turn is in the works? Would you want to see it? I don't know, will it lead to uh, a potential match? I want to see him wrestle again. I want to see him wrestle, but I think he's popular as well. And it's going to be difficult for Shane McMahon to get cheers over Brian, you know. Yeah. Unless he's doing a no chant. And, but even then, that's bigger cheers than Shane McMahon's yes. getting. But yeah, like I said, I would love to... Well, if they are going to have Brian wrestling again, to go against a non-wrestling Shane McMahon is probably the safest way of doing it, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Shame, well, shame at man to take all the big bumps. Yeah, dive off the top of the Hell in a Cell for Brian, you know, do stuff like that. And they're not even in a Hell in a Cell <laughs> yeah, match. No. <laughs> That's how sick Shame at Man is. Why is Shame at Man always sweating? Why? Is his shirts too tight? Like, I think they are. I'm a man who sweats, but he's not happy. Yay! <laughs> Rusev 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 one of the greatest men that ever lived. Happy Rusev Day, Dan. Happy Rusev Day to you, <laughs> good sir. What can we say about Rusev? Oh, my God. He's ready for action here tonight. So, Dan, I've got to say, it's predictions. I'm doing it a little early just because I want to show you. I have gone for Rusev and English in this match as new tag team champions. Happy Rusev Day. They will be tag team champions here at the end of the night. Is uh, was you not counting? Oh, you wasn't counting on the US title changing hands already, though, in the no, match before, was no. you? Shame, because I was, and that's why I've gone for. Who's so crazy? Rusev Day, Rusev Day. Well, I get your thoughts on why you picked you. So just a second after we heard Aiden English. <laughs> a thunderous chant for Rusev Day. And because today is... It's a great day to become SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions. Oh, I love Rusev in English. <laughs> well, they've managed to turn a Russian killer into a joke. He's not a jo That is not called Benjamin and Gable. Ben Gable... Wow, I mean, this is going to be an interesting matchup. I like, I like all these teams. I've seen a lot of uh, Bagel. Uh, what, what we call them? Bagel. <laughs> yeah. Not 
I like bagel. I was in a lot of bagel recently, but uh, you know they're great in ring, as I know, and you know Rusev and um, English definitely entertaining. These bring the wrestling element into it. Of course, New Day and Usos. I think it's going to be a cracking little match, you know. I'm yeah, well, yeah, of course, it is a, a fatal four-way, and one member from each team will be in the ring at all times and be tagging their partners. I can't believe how popular... James, shut your mouth, because it's not Rusev <laughs> Day anymore. It is a new day. I can't believe how popular the new day still are. Because they give out pancakes. He's got pancakes in that booty box. Yeah, we're not going to get two new champions back-to-back, but... Rusev and English in this match. Bam, bam. Even though I should really like New Day because they're bam, bam. throwing out food. So. <laughs> and now the Uso's got the microphone as well. Lockdown! <laughs> Lockdown! 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 Three day! Lockdown! Two day! Lockdown! Yeah, you were saying, Dan, about the rules. One man in at a time. And pinfall or submission. It is fatal four-way, so... First person to get a pinfall submission wins this match. And I think we're going to start off here. So we've got Jey Uso, Kofi, English and Gable start the match. And they're all going for quick tags. And now they all tag in their partners. So here comes oh, everybody. Oh, eight men are in the <laughs> ring. <laughs> Go on, Rusev. Class them. Biggie trying to send Rusev out there. And the New Day are standing tall. Yes, they are. Well, it's Kofi and Big E. Are we going to see someone go flying? Here comes Kofi. Oh, takes out Gable and Rusev. <laughs> Jay's, Jay's in the ring. Yeah, Low Jay. bridge is Big E. Oh, but here comes flying Jay. Oos. Oh. Taking out Big E and Aiden English. Maybe English won't be singing. Jimmy's up on the top. Oh, my word. Oh. Benjamin runs the ropes. A lovely hip lock takedown. Could this be it? Well, we might be over before it started. Two. Oh, oh. Big E attempt. <laughs> These matches have been not bad, actually. I want to say... Yeah. Apart from Mojo versus Zach. Yeah, but even that was... I'm not going to praise it, but yeah, exactly. You know, the action was quick. Big E, big shoulder block to Benjamin. And now it's a new day. Tagging as they know best. Uh, They're doing a unicorn stampede. You're so cool to know all the moves. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm doing a unicorn sign at me. Oh, Rusev now. No, you're not. Rusev backs up into the corner. Who? Oh, wait a minute. The ruler. Who do they go for, James? Who? Benjamin gets it first. And now they want to do it to the Uso. Jimmy gets taken out. And now Rusev's turn. Oh, oh but he gets up and kicks Kofi's head off. A Matsuka kick. Matsuka. Matsuka kick. Look at Rusev, yeah, throwing Big E out and then taking down the Usos. Hitting anything that moves. Goes for the cover on Jimmy. But oh. Jimmy managing to kick out. Goes uh-huh. for the cover on Kingston. Oh, Kingston a... kicks out. Oh, it's only a one count there. Benjamin's slowly getting up in a corner. Benjamin doesn't look like he's aged. He, he really doesn't. He is tagged in Chad Gable now. Oh, oh lovely tag team manoeuvre from these two guys. And English, he looked over and saw Kingston kick out. Oh. The thing is as well, Kofi looks older than Benjamin. And it was Benjamin doing the stunts. In the money in the bank first, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. And then Kofi kind of took over from him. You wouldn't have thought that by looking at him. You'd be like, oh, yeah, Benjamin's younger. And now look at this, double sleeper holds. Oh, no, sorry, Gable's got the uh, the arm in, wrenching back on that. <laughs> and English is uh, holding a note as well as holding a sleeper. Well, that is fantastic. Now, that is sports entertainment. Benjamin and Gable 
double teaming Kofi, and this has turned a little bit different, maybe than I thought. Uh, actually, it's like two tag team matches at the same time, isn't it? You know, it is <laughs> a Samuel tag team match. Yeah, if you got bored of the Benjamin Gable one, then Rusev and English are wearing down Jimmy in the ring. And these two guys, they're not fighting each other, are they? You know, they're just taking out perhaps the biggest threats. I mean, you know, they're taking out the only two guys that have actually won the tag team championship, apart from obviously Benjamin before and Gable before. But yeah, not together. But they, like I said, they haven't won a team. And Usos and New Day are the two biggest teams on SmackDown. So it would make sense because they've been feuding all year for the titles. Try and get them out of this match. And then we'll see who the better team. You know, we know how good Usos and New Day are. Who's like the, the third best team? Who wants to go up there and sh- prove to them they are the best on SmackDown? And I think it's like SmackDown has, I think, is a great, I say great, a really good tag team division compared to Raw's, you know, I do enjoy it. If you throw in Breeze and go Bludgeon Brothers as well, I I, I think they're all right. I, I'm quite happy with that compared to Raw. Benjamin hits Kofi. And now they haven't got the hype bros either. No, that's a shame, isn't it? Benjamin hits Kofi with a huge backdrop. Has been isolated by the team of Benjamin and Gable. And uh, Jimmy's been isolated by the team of Rusev and English. But Rusev saying to Gable, look, no, we'll, we'll do this, but I'm not letting you have the pin. And now an English throwing Jimmy on the outside. Of course, Jay and Biggie, well, Biggie's now finally getting up on the apron. Yeah, he's finally recovered. Jay's still not up on the apron yet, though. Oh. And that was nice by Benjamin and Gable there, kind of combination together with the knees and the kicks, then taking Biggie down. Oh, but Kingston, talking of kicks, just nearly take Gable's head off. <laughs> Look at Benjamin's surprise. Got to try and stop Kofi. Oh, wow, went to take him out, but got sent to the outside. I think he landed on Jimmy. I don't know if that was intentional, but can Kofi get the tag? Oh, Gable's got his leg. Oh, oh and Benjamin pulls Biggie off the apron. Yeah, no, that's something we don't want to see tonight. But Benjamin, brilliant. Oh, oh. Gable's at the heel kick there, nearly taking Kofi out. But English breaking up the pin attempt. Oh, are these two going to start off now? Here we go. This gives uh, Lisa Ustos a new day a chance. Gable saying, "You stay your side." Oh, oh wow. English duck the kick attempt from uh, Jimmy, and Chad Gable gets it all in the face. Oh, an English caught there by Kofi Kingston. And the trumpets are playing. We can hear the Woods rallying call. We're going to have a double hot tag here. I just noticed Jay's up on the oh, apron as yeah. well. Oh, well. <laughs> Jay's in, Big E's in. They run through their opponents. Uh, Gable and English are in the ring. Knock off Rusev and Benjamin. Oh, belly to belly overhead from Big E, and now the oh, oh the use Samoan drop. I was about to say the new Usos are looking good. Big E and Jay, he's gonna go for the flying hip attack. Oh, and Big E going for the big splash, double pin. One, two, oh, and a double kick out. Ah, ah. <laughs> I mean, these t- two teams have delivered fantastic matches all year, and now Big E. And Jay are going, uh, slugging out in the ring. Oh. Big super kick from Jimmy, though. Takes out Langston. Takes out Kingston. Oh. Takes out Rusev. Oh, poor Rusev. English would be better. Oh, Double super <laughs> kick. Takes out English. Maybe not, but here comes Benjamin and Gable. Kick to the midsection for each of them. Oh, but they both get caught. Benjamin's got... Oh, Jimmy Power down. bomb to Jimmy. He's got a Texas Cloverleaf locked in on Jim. On J- and now Benjamin's surrounding him, so he can't... No one can get in to stop it. Rusev came up. Benjamin kicked him down. Oh, oh Kingston comes off the top but gets powerbombed for his efforts. And now, Uso's been in there a long time. Oh, but English drags out Benjamin. Oh. 
drops him face first onto the apron, onto the mat below. Oh, Rusev, big kick. English has got him. Come on now. Oh, slams him down. One, One two. two. Oh. oh, but Gable managing to <laughs> kick out. Uh, well, if that's the closest they come, fair play. There's going to be a lot more for English and Rusev. So, um, just, just comes to my attention. Three matches in, three different wrestlers we've gone for. Yeah, I know. I told you I've gone a bit different this 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 pay per view. Well, Rusev crash. Rusev day. The accolade doesn't work on the but it works on Chad Gable. Will it work on Chad Gable? The fans certainly want it to. Tap, tap, tap. Save, save, save. Go on, Rusev, clash him. Oh no. Biggie's in. Oh. Get out, Rus. Oh my god. Oh, big ending. <laughs> Power by Biggie. Kingston's going up. And he so snatch it. Oh, no. English kicks off Kofi. Hangs up Big E. Rusev with a pin. Two. Two. Oh, <laughs> Big E managing to kick out. Matchaka kick. Go on, Matchaka kick. Go on. One, One two. two. Oh, oh, but Big E again kicking out. Oh. Three <laughs> fucking times. Rusev looking to crush. Crash him, Rusev. Matchaka. Bang. He's got Big E now. He's tapping. His arm went. His arm. No. Come on, Oos. 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 And Rusev. Come on, Biggie. You can get out of this. Oh, my God. He is. Come on, Langston. I've never known a man to power out of this before. Like Biggie is not doing right now. He's holding on. <laughs> He's still holding on. Come on, Biggie. Come on, Biggie. But Biggie's looking to fight out. No, he knocks oh. it back in. Oh. Now Biggie's got nowhere to go. Rusev is... Oh, Chad Gable, what are you doing? Powers Rusev up, drops him on the back of his neck. Fair play. English in with a big right hand attempt. He gets rolled up. No, rolls through and slams. Christ. Land on his neck then. Gable impressive. And is he going to look to put Biggie away? He can't do this to Biggie. Rolls through. Pow. Fair play to Gable. Well, fair play, Gable, but... You didn't do it to the Usos. Yeah, you should look behind you. Oh, here comes Jay in. There we go. Jimmy with a blind tag. Yep. Pulls his brother down. Uso kick. Tags it, and it's just a well-ordered team, aren't they? Jimmy kicks him. Jay off the top. Finish him. Going for the pin. One, One, two, two, three. I'm just glad that you got the US title wrong because you'll be on for a perfect score right now. So it's at the moment, fair play though. Usos win in what I thought would be an entertaining match and boy, did it deliver, Dan. What do you think of that? Yeah, brilliant match. Um, Certainly delivered on all levels, really. You know, there was a a few impressive spots. I, I don't know, I think they could have kicked it up a gear. Yeah, it lulled in the middle, didn't it, when it turned into kind of two matches. Yeah. I thought there would be more like four-way moves, if you know what I mean. It only really yeah. was towards the end. But I, I still really, really enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. You know, I thought with all the four teams, the amount of talent involved in that, I think it worked really well. And the thing I liked about it, even though Rusev and English didn't win, they came so close, plus they didn't get pinned. It was Gable and Benjamin. So now it makes you think, oh, maybe they will have a chance. But it's the Usos are just such a great tag team. You know, they, yeah. they really are. The chemistry between them, and all four teams. And uh, i got to say, you know, what we're in, nearly an hour in now to the main show. And uh, I've not been disappointed once. 
And up next, it is the Women's Championship Lumberjack match. Charlotte versus Natalia. The following contest is for the SmackDown Women's Championship. SmackDown Live here in Charlotte, North Carolina, the hometown of Charlotte Flair. Natalia, as vicious and aggressive as they come. How humiliating will this be to submit in her own hometown? Charlotte's got it cinched in. Natalia's championship is in danger. Charlotte wins. I can't believe it. In her hometown, Charlotte has now become SmackDown Live Women's Champion. Ever since the superstar shakeup from Raw to SmackDown, this is all I have wanted. Every single day to win in my hometown means everything. I love you, Dad. This was for you tonight. Woo! <laughs> Congratulations, Queenie. You should enjoy your last little taste of victory because I'm taking back my title. And look at Natalia right back on the champion. And Charlotte walking Natalia. This, this matchup has been every bit as competitive as you would expect. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, what is going on tonight? These three women running love shot over the SmackDown women's division. Naomi and Becky Lynch backstage earlier tonight. Nobody appears to be safe in the SmackDown Women's Division. Now the arrival of Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan, and, and Ruby Riot from NXT. This, this could get dangerous very quickly. We're here to turn the SmackDown Live Women's Division upside down. Oh, God! Naomi's being taken out on a backboard here, guys. Well, the Riot Squad have blitzed the SmackDown Women's Division. It'll be Charlotte Flair defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Natalya. The rest of the Women's Division will surround the ring as Lumberjacks. Their job is to keep the women battling for the title inside the ring. The girls are the epitome of beauty, brawn, and brains. Natalya knows if she wants the Riot Squad on her side, it's going to help her chances of winning the Women's Championship. It's going to play right into her hands. Clash of Champions, the Queen will bow down to the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. She is loving every ounce of damage that the Riot Squad is inflicting on Charlotte Flair. Bring it to the floor. She's back. Naomi coming to the rescue of the Queen. The Riot Squad put Naomi on the shelf for weeks. Now here's a little payback. Oh, and look out. Whoa. It's the remainder of the Lumberjacks. Chaos ensued. Expect more of the same SmackDown Women's Championship on the line. Charlotte Flair against Natalya. So, uh, an interesting promo there for Charlotte and Natalia. For me, this feud's kind of dragged on a little bit too much now. Uh, but hopefully this is the end of it here tonight. And we can, we can all move on happy. Uh, and they set up a lumberjack match because of the riot squad. <clears throat> Jill, the lumberjack—they've done a lumberjill match to basically set up the riot squad two teams 
to be involved in this here tonight. And we've seen Naomi making her proper entrance down here. We've seen Tamina, Carmella. So we've got all these ladies at ringside. And we're just waiting for the women's champion. But Dan, I mean, this is our fourth match. Prediction-wise, who have you gone for? And Bill, women's champion, Charlotte Flair. Well, this is the fourth match of the night and the first to go the same. I've also gone Charlotte. It's pretty obvious, yeah. What are your reasons for Charlotte? I don't know. She's uh, better than Natalia. That's yeah. that's my only reason for it, you know. It's uh, I, I'm not a big fan of both of these women. You know, I, I do respect respect them both but you know they're they're not my top women on smackdown you, you know uh i think charlotte winning tonight is the uh it's what's best for business yeah i think it is as well she'll move on to the right squad natalia will go back doing what she was doing before she shot the world winning the women's title at SummerSlam. you know to her credit to be holding on august through to december uh involved in the title picture she she's done well this year if we talk about years i think natalia's had a probably her best year yet would that be fair to say yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I think so. You look at uh, the women's title reign, that she's been involved in most of the storylines. and uh, But I don't think it's going to be her year next year. Started off for Charlotte, a bit slow, didn't it? We didn't think she was uh, probably going to have the success over in SmackDown. But it kind of worked out for her, didn't it, in the end? Yes. Uh, you know, she finally became the second woman to hold the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championship after my beautiful bliss. Yeah, she did. But, I mean, yeah, exactly. So, Charlotte, we all thought Charlotte was going to be the first one. It was Bliss that did it. But now, Charlotte is SmackDown Women's Champion. I know Bliss is still Women's Champion on Raw. But they kind of not talked about her for a couple of weeks, haven't they? And uh, I think Charlotte is carrying the SmackDown brand. I mean, I want to say about Charlotte, actually. I just put credit to Charlotte. And the reason I put credit to Charlotte for was because, you know, I've not been a huge fan of her work. I thought she got there due to name. And out of all the four horse women, she was the last one in the line for me, you know? With Carmella being ringside. Carmella! Yeah. Will we see a cash-in tonight? Possible cash-in. I mean, if the Riot Squad beat down Charlotte. But, yeah, anyway, back to Charlotte. And, uh, yeah, so for me, I was never a really big fan. And I think this year she's kind of putting it out for me, so to speak. I think her mic works... Obviously not as good as her dad's, but she is getting there. I think in-ring work, I think she's uh, as good at this moment in time. She does seem to have good matches. I really like the Alexa Bliss match they had at Survivor Series. I thought that was really good. We were panicking about that one. I think with Champion, they're kind of building her up as like the, uh, I want to say the John Cena of the women's division, but with the right squad there. And like you said, Carmella, possibly, and even people like Tamina could be a challenger. I mean, Natalia is tonight, you know, so... I suppose anything could happen. Indeed, yes. And, uh, you know, maybe the Riot Squad gets involved in the in the wrong way. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? You know, will they accidentally allow Charlotte to retain her title here tonight? I'm sure they've got... They're going to get involved at some point. You know, they're dominating the uh, camera side of the ring so we can all see Ruby Riot. We start off with this one. I mean, keys to victory down. What's Charlotte have to do if she wants to win this? We'll try and kick Natalia out of the ring as much as possible. So, you know, she, she potentially gets beaten down. Uh, and just work her over. Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, she kicks Natalia out of the ring. Naomi works her over, gives her a kick to the ribs before throwing her back in the ring. They're going to use this to their advantage here, aren't they? Natalia will throw Charlotte out to the bad side. <laughs> well, she's throwing her out to Carmella, Tamina and uh, Lana. Oh, yes. and they're all oh. taking their digs, throwing her against the ring. Is it going to be a big rumble on the outside of the ring? Well, no, everyone's getting their digs in on Charlotte. Well, Charlotte has got a massive target on her chest, hasn't she, Dan? 
being the women's champion. Everybody's going to be gunning for her, and we see the uh, women at ringside wanting a title opportunity. Would you think that the outside interference gives Charlotte the loss because they see Natalia as an easier opponent? I think Natalia is the easier opponent. I think if they're clever about it, they might do. But you've got to remember, a numbers game, it makes you feel cocky even. We've seen it in NXT with Adam Cole, haven't we? You know, When the numbers aren't there, Ruby Wright probably feels invincible. Going against Charlotte with Liv Morgan and Sonya Deville by her side, she probably thinks she's got a good chance. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I, I, do, yeah. I think she's a good worker as she struggles to close like Charlotte out of the ring. Yeah, but ignore it. <laughs> you know, you know, but she's, she's a veteran of the SmackDown women's division. Oh, and then Charlotte ends up getting kicked outside. Oh, and now they're all taking a hand in a throwing Charlotte back in the ring. Oh. And Liv Morgan looks like a knockoff cheap version of Alexa Bliss she, with her blonde hair and purple bits in it. She does look a little bit. As Deville and Carmella got into it a little bit. And now she gets thrown out to Tamina, Lana and Mella's side. Yes. And again, they're all taking her digs. I think they're arguing about who can hit her most. And Natalia, kind of loving this at the moment, doesn't have to do much. So Naomi is the only one that's basically on Charlotte's side. <laughs> And the tie now with Charlotte who's been beaten down. All right, so we're going to compare it. It's year-end. Women's division, Raw or SmackDown, what do you prefer? And not just because um, of Bliss, just personally. No, I'd still stay Raw. You know, you've got Oscar, you've got Paige. I think Riot's uh, a cheap knockoff of Paige. You've got Liv Morgan, who's uh, had bad habits in her past. You, you know, where's... Uh, I think you find Becky Lynch got injured backstage. Oh, filming. Yeah, you told yeah. me. Yeah, Ruby yeah. Riot injured her. She's filming the Marine 26 now. But I, I like the SmackDown women's division. Who's yours? Who is SmackDown yours? Yeah, I think so at the moment, just because we had the women's Money in the Bank match we had earlier this year. Don't get me wrong, I love Oscar and Paige coming back, but that's only happened recently. I think Raw's certainly got more talent, though. I know, like, you know, it's. Yeah. But what they've been doing with Banks and. and Bailey this year. It's been a bit to and fro, hasn't it? You know, it's not... kind of ruined them. Yeah. I mean, I know we got Natalia as a challenger and a champion this year, but you know, Charlotte certainly brings a thing. I think Ruby Riot. I think she is a little bit different to Paige. I think she's a little bit... I will be enjoying her in action here on SmackDown. Uh, Carmella is kind of the forgotten one in the division, but... Does that work in her favour, though? Because it'd be an unexpected cash-in if it's... and when it happens. Yeah, I think it works, you know. I think that's what they're trying to do, but it's just gone too long now. But she has, you know, she has been a bit in a spotlight, you know, with uh, James Ellsworth kind of uh, her distancing herself from him finally, and then he, he unfortunately got released. I think up until August with uh, Naomi, I think she was ruling the division on SmackDown, and then she kind of fell off the cliff, didn't she? You know, she was champion at a WrestleMania moment. Natalia finds her way on the outside, gets panicked and runs back in. I think SmackDown has been the land of opportunities. Yeah. You know, with a couple of... Because we didn't expect Naomi to be champion. We didn't expect Natalia to be champion. You know, I know it's only two, but... Yeah, no, exactly. And, you know, yeah. also with uh, Jinder Mahal, didn't expect him to be champion. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think it's uh, always good to see someone... you Like even Ziggler winning the US title earlier. A yeah. bit of a surprise, you know. Well, Charlotte just gone head first into the turnbuckle. Natalia looking to get the sharpshooter on, but Charlotte with a kick to the head rolls her up. Oh, and he gets a two. Oh, and a big boot as well. Two. <laughs> and Charlotte maybe away. Natalia. Can she get the figure eight locked in? Threw herself through the ring ropes there to take out Ruby Riot. Yeah, Natalia was going <coughs> to kick her, and now it's caused all sorts. Even Natalia's in on it as well. I think Natalia wanted someone Naomi's back. Naomi's oh! gone in the ring, Yay! springboards away over the top. 
and takes down everyone. Wow. Definitely wearing the most colourful outfit. She is definitely most wearing it. Yeah, she's most definitely wearing it. Oh, and Charlotte trying to get in and Ruby Wright grabbing her leg. Distracts Natalia, I think, hitting her with rabbit punches. Oh, and a kick to the face from Tamina. Fans might not be into it, but this could be over now. Charlotte looks out. Well, Natalia's got the sharpshooter locked in deep. Charlotte can't go anywhere at the moment. Can she fight her way out? Does she want to drag her way to that side? Oh! And Natalia drags her back to the middle of the ring. Oh, I think this is it now. Look at the right squad at ringside. Just say, come on, Charlotte, tap out. Charlotte trying to fight and claw her way to the bottom rope. <clears throat> Natalia trying to sit down with Charlotte. Oh. oh, and she makes her way to the bottom rope. And she gets dragged to the outside. And uh, Carmella, Lana, Tamina and the Riot Squad are all trying to get their boot in. I think the Riot Squad now are arguing with Lana and Tamina. Uh-oh, now oh, we go. And now we've got a big rumble breaking out on the outside. Charlotte gets thrown in. Naomi. And Naomi's holding her own. Throws Liv into Lana. Oh, no. Oh. Carmella. Oh, no. And the Riot Squad are in. And uh, what's going on here? Is the bell gone? No. Nah. Ref- have done. The referee's just losing control and Natalia and Charlotte there, so they tease money in the bank and all the lumber jewels now fighting each other. Oh, Charlotte's like, yeah, we haven't had enough of that. Throws Natalia out. Charlotte's going up to top. Yeah, Charlotte's going. Come on, women, get in position. Yeah, everybody in position. Charlotte up, top rope. Moonsault oh. off and takes out the whole women's division. I think she might... Well, my, for, oh, my God, what a move. I think she landed before them. I don't know. Interesting shot. I've not really been able to see it. Oh, oh and Natalia's capitalised on this. Throws Charlotte headfirst into the ring post. I think everybody's down at the moment apart from Natalia. Well, Charlotte is unconscious in the middle of the ring. Natalia's looking to get the... Oh, sharpshooter locked in, but Charlotte reverses it. She was playing possum. Hello, possum. Hello, possum. Quickly gets the figure eight locked in. Natalia's got nowhere to go. Oh, hang it on. And she taps out. My first point of the night. <laughs> Doesn't mean anything. My God, Charlotte there gets a victory. And I think maybe a bit rough sometimes, but not a bad women's lumberjack match, Dan. No, um, if I do like lumberjack matches, because, you know, I like it when a bit of a melee breaks out on site, you know, breaks outside. You had Naomi... Uh, jumping over the top rope, taking out everyone. Yeah, Charlotte doing a moonsault off the top, even though she missed, I, I want, think. Yeah, but... we're going to see a replay, hopefully, in a minute. Here we go. This is a moonsault. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, fair play. They caught her. I'll tell you what, the right squad did. They had a little bit to do, but I thought maybe a stare down at the end between her and Charlotte, but never really happened. Natalia getting interviewed. A disappointing outcome for you tonight. What went wrong? I did nothing. Went wrong. I did nothing wrong. Tonight, Charlotte did what Charlotte does best. She uses her family's names to cut corners. Given, I have given the WWE Universe some of the best matches the women in this company have ever seen. And I have carried this entire division 
for 10 years. And all of you, 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 all of you have treated me with nothing but disrespect. The WWE wants to turn their back on me. The WWE Universe wants to turn their back on me. The women want to turn their back on me. Well, now I'm turning my back on all of you. My god, what does that mean? She's turning her back on all of them. Will she be missed? I don't know. Probably not now. But she has had an impact these past 10 years. At least she can spend some time with Tyson Kidd as well. Well, can we get a word with Jinder Mahal? No, it looks like the Singh brothers have something to say. What do you want? Excuse me, I was hoping to get a word with Jinder Ma- Whoa, whoa, Dasha, Dasha. The modern day Maharaja. Jinder Mahal is in deep, deep, deep. Om Shanti Om. Om Shanti Om. Meditation mode. Preparing for his WWE Championship match tonight and cannot be, cannot be disturbed. But Jinder Mahal did hear the foolish words that AJ Styles said during the Clash of Champions kickoff show. And you're probably here wondering how Jinder Mahal reacted. <laughs> it's kind of like if he thinks he's going to defy the odds tonight. I mean, you remember what we did to him on SmackDown Live this past week? Nothing. We humiliated him. We are on SmackDown Live this past week? Nothing. We humiliated him. We are very confident and we have no doubt that the modern day Maharaja will become two time. Two-time, two-time WWE Champion tonight. And body, 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 Jinder Mahal is so, 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 so confident that I don't even think he needs our help tonight. So does that mean that the two of you will not be ringside? That's it. Guess you're going to watch and find out yourself. So we have to watch and find out for ourselves. Well, luckily for us, not only have we got Clash of Champions... But later tonight, talking smack with Renee Young and Sam Rosenberg. And who the guests are? The reigning, defending, undisputed women's champion, Charlotte. And we've got the reigning, defending, undisputed tag team champions, the Usos, both of whom I picked. All right, no one likes to smart us. But moving on, up next, this is a match I'm interested in seeing because it's the Bludgeon Brothers versus my favourite tag team, Freezango. I can't wait to free Zanger versus Rusev in English. That is going to be a cracking match. Oh, my God. He's even got a fucking selfie stick, <laughs> for fuck's sake. Not just that. Look at his pants. 
He's wearing short shorts. Da, 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 da. So they're going to announce all the tag teams now. But yeah, Breezango wanted this match. So they're going to get it with the Bludgeon Brothers. I mean, this is going to be a uh, pretty incredible, isn't it? And Dan, I got to tell you, I've gone for in this match. Well, I had to, didn't I? You know, like I said to you, I always go my favourites. So I have gone Bludgeon Brothers in this one because they're going to destroy Breezango. I'm sorry. Well, James. Who have you gone for, Dan? I have also gone for my favourites. Bree Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, Bludgeon Brothers. It's got to be, isn't it? You know, normal service has been resumed. But even put my notes, love Bree Zango, but surely... Don't call me Shirley. This is a squash match, isn't it? You know, there's no other way about it. If you're going to build up the Bludgeon Brothers, you, they've got to beat Fandang- uh, Bree Zango easy, haven't they? Definitely agree. Ray Rago looks like a young Ric Flair. Yeah, I think this is going to be over for even uh, starts. But my God, here come the Bludgeon Brothers. Dan, I want to get your thoughts before I, I go on to it. Well, you know, we haven't really had much chance to to, to see him. It's uh, Harper and Rowan, really, isn't it? You know, just two former members of the Wyatt family. I, I thought they worked quite well together. Yep. You know, I, I don't know why they've uh, kind of moved away from the Wyatt family but I think they, they went quite well, to be fair. Yeah, I think it worked quite well. Now they're coming out here matching red outfits here. But you're quite a fan of Luke Harper, aren't you? I don't think he's been utilised correctly. Teeing him up with Eric Rowan, is it a good thing? Is it? I, I don't know. But again, you know, if he's not going to be pushed as a single star, then, yeah, you know, by all means, team him up. But, you know, as we saw earlier, the tag team division on SmackDown is stacked. Yeah, no, it is. And like it's at least two big tag teams here. I mean, Breezango at the last paper, you wrestled the guys that will be in the main event tonight, Owens and Zane. So you've got to think about it like that way. Uh, with Harper, I really like Harper. It would be nice to see singles, but I think they're protecting Rowan, aren't they? They're trying to make him look good. As Fandango's already been knocked down and Rowan's been tagged in. And he's chasing down Fandango. He grabs hold of Tyler Breeze. Oh, oh. step up in Seguri. That's it. Come on, Breeze Ango. Oh. oh, dual kicks. Knocks Eric Rowan off the ring apron. And Tyler Breeze goes flying. Gets caught. And now Eric's got him up on his shoulder. Oh, Fandango helping him off. Oh, Looks to smash Eric Rowan's head into the ring post. But Rowan blocks it. And now I think they've just pissed him off. Well, Harper came out clothesline. Breeze down. Fandango showed a little bit of fire. And that fire was quickly put out by the <laughs> Bludgeon Brothers. Rowan throws him back into the ring. Well, throws Fandango back into the ring. I think this is over when they want it to be over. And, oh, no, they're going back for Tyler Breeze. Oh, my God. They're going to put him out of commission. Oh, oh Jesus. Hell. They just both picked up Tyler Breeze, dropped him face first onto the ring apron. Luke Harper with the blind tag in now. He's got him up, full Nelson. He's got him up, full Nelson. Deposits him onto Luke Harper. Oh. And that's a two-man powerbomb. They're not even going for a cover. No, they don't want it over yet, do they? Harper tagging him rowing. Oh, my God, this is destruction of Breezango. Oh, oh, and a two-man slam. One, two, three. Good night, Breezango. Well, they had a couple of punches in that match, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, it was uh, it was short but effective. I think it showed the Bludgeon Brothers are definitely going to be a threat in the tag team division. What are your thoughts on the match, Dan? Well, you know, it was it was over quickly. 
it made Breezango look pathetic. I mean, you know, they rolled through them just as quickly as I was rolling through local competitors on uh, SmackDown. So, you know, it it definitely hindered the uh, the Breezango name. But, you, you know, what what would they gain from beating Breezango? I mean, you know, is Well, I think they... But you say that about Breezango looking like jobbers. I think they're going to make a lot of tag teamers. I think Gable and Benjamin, if I was them at the moment, I'd be looking at them thinking, shit, we're going to be pretty soon on the list. Uh, but interesting enough, like, like I say, simple but effective. Uh, and we move on or we're backstage with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Why he made the second? Why he made himself as the second referee? Moreover, we also know why. Last week, when the ref was incapacitated, he made himself referee and counted the one, two, three to give Kevin Owens the victory. We know. Well deserved victory, might I add. See, it seems like people tend to forget that. Shane McMahon has a clear history of screwing me over when he's the special guest referee in my matches, just like he did this past summer when he made sure to ruin my opportunity to take back my United States title. You remember? Disgusting is the right word. But see, Daniel Bryan knows that this right here, this is A-plus talent. A-plus talent. Cream of the crop. And all he's doing is making sure that tonight is a fair fight. And because of that, I'll tell you one thing right here, right now. The Sammy and Kevin show is not getting canceled anytime soon. And more importantly, the Yep movement rages on. Yep. Thanks, gentlemen. But what if you don't win and you're fired from all of WWE? Didn't like that question, did they? No, not not at all. <laughs> no, no, not not in the slightest. Wow, I was wrong. It's not going to be the main event. So up next, we have got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus. Well, Dan, do you want to do the instruction for this? Well, versus the dream team of Orton and Nakamura. I mean, you know, you couldn't pair up two better superstars, really. No, you can't. So let's have a look at the promo. I'm so very proud of the entire SmackDown roster, except for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Let me remind you, Kevin Owens beat my father unmercifully in this ring. Oh my God! Let me remind you that it was Sami Zayn who got involved in my Hell in a Cell match. Shane McMahon wants to make sure Kevin Owens never competes again. And let me remind you that those two individuals betrayed the entire SmackDown roster. What are they doing? Pedigree! The commissioner of SmackDown Live, Shane McMahon, can't get over the fact that at Survivor Series he led Team SmackDown to failure. Well, that makes what I'm about to say actually quite easy. I'm going to deliver two words to you guys. You're... Hold on, Shane, hold on. 
I think I have a better temporary solution. One-on-one -on -one matchup between Randy Orton and Sami Zayn. However, Kevin Owens is handcuffed to the bottom ring rope. Boom! Oh, no, 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 look out! Sami set for a ride! Sami Zayn's body just crushed. So that's it. You're done punishing them, right? Oh, we got a jailbreak! These guys? Owens is free! After all they've done? Oh! And Kevin Owens from behind! This is where Owens and Zane thrive. Two-on-one advantage. No, no, no. I'm just getting warmed up. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to take on the Viper, Randy Orton and... when I made the tag team match for Clash of Champions is that I'm going to be the special guest referee. And if Kevin and Sammy lose, well, then they are done. Iron, 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 iron. And not just from SmackDown. All of WWE. Do you know why he made himself special guest referee? He is going to screw us. Yep. Shane McMahon is the worst McMahon of them all. Yep. Not that Shane wouldn't, but I am going to make sure that your match this Sunday is fair. There will be a second guest referee, and that man is me. For nine months now on SmackDown Live, we, we have been scrutinized and, and degraded. Yep. After all they've done to everybody? We have been treated unfairly. And if Kevin and Sammy lose, then they are done. Dan, what have you thought of the build-up tools this match? Um, well, it's you know it's certainly been a a long build-up, a bit of a slow burner. It goes all the way back to Hell in a Cell when Sammy Zayn helped Kevin Owens and you know screwed Shane McMahon over after he came off the Hell in a Cell. And then it goes to Survivor Series. They single-handedly hampered SmackDown's chances of being winning brand supremacy. And, and you know, Orton and Nakamura have got involved because uh, it was a one-on-one -on -one match. Orton versus uh, Sami Zayn with Kevin Owens handcuffed to the bottom of the ring. Even though it was two-on-one for a little while, Orton still managed to overcome. And then his special... Super tag team partner Nakamura came out to his aid, and you know that's how we got this together. And uh, you know Daniel Bryan's been thrown into the mix because he seems to be defending the indie guys. Yes, I mean it's an interesting uh, dynamic to it, isn't it? With the Daniel Bryan thing in there. Will we see a hill turn? Which way is this going to go? Look at the support he's got with the yes chance coming out here. But is it, is it just a yes chance support, or is it support for Daniel Bryan? I think he's he's well. Well liked. I think they like Daniel Bryan more than they like Shane McMahon. And at least Bryan's got a t-shirt that fits now. Good response from the crowd. Yeah, brilliant. He's a superstar. He's a rock star, James. <laughs> That's it. The crowd are still going on long after Nakamura's song has actually finished. I love it. Good response for Orton. I like how Sami Zayn comes out uh, with the beat of Kevin Owens' song now rather than his own. But yes, Dan, we see the dream team's Entrances. Now, which entrance was better between Orton and Nakamura? 
Well, I, I always like Randy Orton's entrance, but I think the biggest pop went to Nakamura yeah. because, you know, even after they stopped playing his tune, they were still chanting for a while. And, you know, it is great to see. But, you know, of course, they said Orton choose the best wrestler he can and he can't choose himself to team with. So he chose the next best thing, Nakamura. Well, you mentioned to me uh, during the entrance about Randy Orton's hair, and if I'm a fan, I like it. Dan, what are your thoughts on his uh, hair? Um, I, I don't know. I think he looks he looks more menacing, shaven headed, you know, with bald headed. But you know, he, he does look good with longer hair. Uh, so this is interesting. We wonder which way this will go. And uh, Dan, what better way than predictions? So who have you gone for? Well, you know what I'm like for never going against my boy Randy Orton and now he's teaming up with Nakamura and I'd never go against the pair of them. I've gone for Coz. You've gone for Coz. Why? Because, <laughs> nah, um, you know, if they lose, they're going to leave WWE. Would WWE really be that stupid to get rid of two hot properties like that? Yeah, no, they would. And this, well, that's exactly my uh, way of thinking. Exactly. When the stipulation is... If Cos uh, lose, they're fired. So that's why I've gone for. You can see it right at the bottom there. Cos. Cos. So I've won. So you've won the pay per view, Dan. Well done. Premature celebration. You get the pay per view point. So my reckoning now, it goes to 12 8, and you are seven points behind leading into the New Year's Eve show, which is after our Christmas special. We should say our next podcast is the WNR Awards. Dan, just talk up the WNR, WNR Awards for a second, how good it is. Well, we've got seven, uh, what is it, seven new awards yeah. we're dishing out. You know, we've, we've both chosen our best, so it's not like uh, we've had to compromise on each other. We named Superstar of the Year, Woman of the Year, Pay-Per-View of the Year, Move of the Year, K of the Year. You know, uh, three things we want, five things they need to do, most underrated, most overrated. You know, we've covered pretty much every base we possibly can. And, yeah, you know, it is it is a great episode because, yeah. you know, it gives us a chance to voice our opinions. And if you agree or disagree, you can, of course, let us know. Yeah, I mean, it is a big one. It's our first ever Christmas Eve special and we'll be there at the uh, WNR Christmas log cabin as we are every year and then a week later we sort all this out we find out who is the ultimate winner between Dan and James as we work out the points at the moment with this win as we're watching the uh, the autumn match at this moment in time you've got seven points to catch up for year end predictions can you get it done Dan? I can get it done I have faith in myself yeah well we shall see that's in two weeks time and to start the new year, we've got a real big treat, and we'll let everybody know about that very soon. And at this moment of time, Shane McMahon looks doing the main bit of officiating, Brian taking a back seat. I'm surprised Daniel Bryan's in the ring. I would maybe thought he would uh, go to the outside and uh, watch on, do you know what I mean? Not a lot of space in the ring with two referees. What do you reckon the chances of, like, both men's shoulders being down, both men counting each single man, and then it gets ordered to be restarted? That could be it, but both had a different count as well, so they've got to agree who's doing the counting. Well, for the past couple of weeks now, since they announced that there's going to be both refereeing, they did say, well, we're going to talk it out in private. They obviously haven't, so, you know, they're lying to us. Well, you've got to wonder, then, if this is a breakdown in communication between SmackDown's general manager and its commission... 
commissioner. is commissioner, you know? And if there is a breakdown of communication, then how tenable is the job that Daniel Bryan's got at the moment? You know, will we see him replaced? If you could have a replacement for Daniel Bryan, who would it be? Well, that's the thing, you know, who would get a bigger response as Daniel Bryan? I know he gets a good response, but, you know, what, that's once a night? Do you know? Or? CM Punk. No, Brie Bella. Man, Shane McMahon fires Daniel Bryan replacing with his wife and then Bryan comes in as this kind of guy calls I know they wouldn't do it but I think that would be quite funny because you weren't expecting that I, not, I would like John Laronitis yeah John Laronitis come back but I think Daniel Bryan's going to be general manager uh, for a, a couple of more months I mean it depends how long term they want to go in this feud doesn't it you know they could go to Wrestlemania or they could go even beyond that if they wanted to right so let's talk while staying in Nakamura are duking it out for two former NXT superstars. Let's talk about your favourite, Dan, Randy Orton. What about his year? What do you think of his year? Um, I think he's had a great year, to be honest. You know, he won the Royal Rumble, who I predicted. Who are predicting? He and won... I won the pay-per-view tonight. <laughs> he won at WrestleMania, <laughs> which I didn't predict. He lost a... He lost a gender... No one predicted. No. Uh, you know, and he's still been there or well, thereabouts... He, you know, he's still been in the picture. He was part of Team SmackDown Survivor Series. He was the first pick, James. <laughs> he was the first man Shane McMahon went to and said, Randy, I need you on my team. Even though they lost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he was still yeah. the f- Yeah, but they lost because of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. If they hadn't wow. got involved in the match. <clears throat> you know, he's main evented a few pay-per-views. You know, and... Comparing him to Cena. And I read somewhere brilliantly that Ric Flair was saying, Randy Orton could have been the John Cena of the company. He could have been the face, but he chooses to spend his time off with his family as opposed to doing what Cena does, touring the country, you know, going on TV shows, going on talk shows, appearing in movies. Orton was like, well, I I, I don't want to do that. I'd rather spend time with my family. Doesn't that tell you what a nice guy he is? Sorry, I was just distracted then because they both went to count and uh, Sherman McMahon's earpiece came out, the kind of box that's telling him everything to happen. Now he's trying to sneak it into... He, no, it's completely gone. He's going to have to get that sorted because <laughs> the, the earpiece is actually telling him everything that he does. So now Shane McMahon is telling Brian to go over and do it. He's got it back in. Because Update, he can't call he's got it. back in. No, I don't, think, I don't think Shane McMahon can hear it at the moment. Oh, no, here we go. Double count. Different count. I don't think Randy Orton's had a bad year. The thing I like about it, he's had an injury-free year. Do you know what I mean? Like... Orton's has suffered no injuries. He's been a constant on SmackDown. It's, it's const- yeah, because he was kind of heelish at the start with the Whites, wasn't he? But then, I, I think yeah. he needs another turn. I think he needs a heel turn. But he was drawing the Whites in. Yeah, he was. <clears throat> he was. But heel turn, do you reckon he'd have a great match against AJ? AJ? Uh, oh, fuck, I didn't think of that. You definitely that would be a cracking match. I was just thinking about a turn on Nakamura and doing something interesting there as well, you know? Well, I you think. know, after the match, once they've lost... ERKO's knacker. Yeah, exactly. And That'd be like, a great match between them two. Yeah, Orton says, oh, you know, you know what I'm like. Orton's got voices in his head, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, well, anyway, Sami Zayn and Kevin O's taking control over Randy Orton at the moment. He's just letting them wear themselves out. And Brian saying, come on now. Kevin Owens from behind looking to attack Orton. But Daniel Bryan's on it. He's on the case. Yeah, but why didn't Shane McMahon notice? Because he was busy with Nakamura. Putting his earpiece in. Yeah, but there's two referees there. He can't see what's going on. Well, he's trusting Daniel Bryan to be impartial. Mm. And everything that happens on that side of the ring, 
<laughs> yeah. It's Daniel Bryan's domain. Yeah. On this side is Shane O'Max. Yeah, I think that's fair. Sammy talking smack on Orton. Oh, oh you don't. <laughs> you don't tug on Superman's cape, James. You don't piss into the wind and you don't piss off Randy Orton. So explain what's going on, Dan. Um, it ain't great, is it? <sighs> no, it's just actually been a bit of a disappointment. You know, Orton's getting worn down by Sami Zayn. I'm not quite sure what's going on with the referees. Daniel's just pointing at Randy Orton, I think. The shame that man keeps lifting his trousers up. Oh, Zayn with a suplex attempt on Orton. But Orton blocks it and, oh, bounces him off the ring ropes. Can he get the much-needed tag to Nakamura while Zayn's writhing about in pain? Oh, Zayn looking to get the tag in to Kevin Owens. Here comes Owens. Oh, and Owens delivers a kick to his head. Punches Nakamura in the face. And now he's got Orton. Oh, sent on on Orton. Shane McMahon made the count and Brian didn't move there, did he? You know? Well, Brian pointed because yeah. he's been doing most of this match. Now Owen's got Orton in a sleeper. Orton definitely needs to get a tag to his dream team partner, Nakamura. Oh, but Orton managing to fight out. Is he hearing them voices in his head, James? No, no, I don't think he is. I think Owen's has only got perfect game plan at the moment and that's cutting off the ring and just stopping Orton from getting to Nakamura. They know Nakamura... Is uh, explosive. You don't know what he can do. Whereas with Orton, kind of not more predictable. With Nakamura, he's more unpredictable, isn't he? You know. Yeah, and we've seen. You know, in the past with Orton, he's easily distracted. Yeah, exactly. So this is what you kind of. I'd hope Orton get the if you know Orton was to get pinned rather than Nakamura, because do you know what I mean? not in a horrible way for Andy Orton, but just for protecting Nakamura maybe a little bit. Sort of looking to get the tag. Backdrop on Sami Zayn. Can he crawl across to Nakamura now? Well, now he's got some separation. Now he's Nakamura. Can we get the tag in? Zayn looking to get Owens. And Orton tags in Nakamura. He's on fire, baby. A big kick to the face. Nakamura wants him some of Owens. Uh-oh, Nakamura now with those kicks. Right to the pectorials of Owens. <laughs> oh, Owens grabs the left leg, but Nakamura's to kick him in the face with... And now he's kneeing him to the head. Takes out Sami Zayn. Nakamura seems to be in control at the moment. Knee to the chest. Drops the big man down. Good vibrations from Nakamura. Owens in serious trouble. Being put up. A perch that top rope. Nakamura with a backwards roll. Got him in his sights. Boom. Big knee to the midsection. Could this be it? Owens managing to kick out. Uh. I thought that was it. And both of them seem to be on the same page at the moment. Nakamura picking up Owen's lifeless body. Oh, as I say, that Owen must have been playing possums. Hello, possum. Oh. But he gets caught by Nakamura, who saw his possum. My, what a huge possum you have. Owen's managed to get the shoulder up at two. Two. And now Nakamura picking Owen's up. Looking for the exploder. Oh, Owen's hanging on. Well, Nakamura's got his hand between Owen's legs. They get up for the apron. Oh, there goes my team. Oh, Nakamura, a huge kick to Owens. Takes out Owens and Zane. He's working his way through both of them, but oh. oh Owens my. catches him, but Zane, uh, Nakamura rolls through. He's got a triangle locked in. Oh, and Owens could be fading fast. This might be Owens' last attempt. This might be what Owens, the last thing Owens does in WWE is tap out to Nakamura. Ryan's saying he definitely submits. Go for the cover. Oh. His shoulders were down. He had the triangle locked in. If it's Shane, so it doesn't a bit matter. Of distinction between the ranks. Kick from Owens. Two. Oh. oh, but Nakamura managing to kick out. Ah. 
Uh, gave Owens the chance to super kick Nakamura, but I think Brian was right. I mean, even if it isn't a triangle, if your shoulders are down, they're down, aren't they? You know, it is indeed. Both of these men struggling with their microphones in their packs. Sami Zayn runs right across the ring, takes out Orton. Two referees didn't stop him. Hell of a kick. Nakamura <laughs> oh. delivers a kick of his own. But Owens there. Oh. Blue thunderbomb. One, Beautiful. two. two. Oh. oh, but Nakamura managing to kick out. Ah. Well, let's not forget, right? So anybody that doesn't know, Nakamura's first match in NXT was against... Sami Zayn. was against Sami Zayn. So if you think they've got good chemistry, go back and watch Out of the Network after you watch the end of Clash of Champions because it looks like Zayn and Owens. We've got a double-team Nakamura. Truck toehold. Running senton. He's got it. He's, oh. oh, but Orton in to make the save. I think Orton realised that as well. Punching Owens to the back of the head. Zayn comes in. And now all hell's breaking loose. The thing I like about Randy Orton, he's let Sami Zayn beat him up in this match, you know. And yeah. uh, usually with big guy, you wouldn't see, oh, even though he did have a good match with Cena, but he wouldn't be competitive against a Strowman, would he, you know, or Lesnar. <laughs> and now Zayn <laughs> and Sh- Shane going face to face. Now Owens. Oh, oh, looking for another running sent on, but Nakamura had his knees up. Owens looking to get the pin to Zayn and Nakamura. Kicking Owens. Orton gets the tag. Zane gets the tag. And now this is Orton at his best. Running right through Zane. Ducks. Oh, looking for his uh, textbook slam. We didn't get it because Zane held onto the ropes, but oh. Well, Orton's got more than one way to skin a cat and he throws him straight over his head. And now uh, Sami Zane's in the wrong part of town. Uh-oh. Oh, but credit to Sami. Hangs Orton up. He on, does indeed. On that top, right, he must have uh, watched a few Randy Orton matches just to avoid some of the big moves. Well, there's hundreds upon thousands of them to be chosen from. <laughs> now Sammy's going to go to the top. Now Orton crutches Sammy on the top. Brian saying it's not legal. Man, man saying, yeah, it's fine, do it. I was like, shut up, you melt. Yeah, but if you've got to play, you, it, it, you know, the rules are the rules, Dan, at the end of the day, and that's what Brian's just trying to hold up and to superplex well, somebody. Well, if it's illegal, why hasn't Daniel Bryan... Uh, disqualified Randy Orton because he's probably counting right now because he's scared he's probably counting right now the stars around Sami Zayn's head with that oh, superplex superplex from Orton but Owens has dragged him out oh and that's legal is it well and that's legal I didn't, I didn't see it I didn't exactly. see it no I was watching Sami Zayn why what happened you had your head so far up your own arm no what happened what happened well, Orton accidentally went into the <laughs> stairs Owens threw Orton into the stairs after dragging him out of the ring and uh, Nakamura comes round Helping out his best friend. What is this? Is this legal? Is this legal? Nakamura beating Owens up on the outside. Is that legal? Sami Zayn coming from behind. Sami Zayn stopping Nakamura being held. I can't help it if Owens is helping Orton into the ring and accidentally hits him with the stairs. Does he? Do you know what I mean? Like very slippery, isn't he? He's got a lot of uh, sweat on him, and you know, whoops, a daisy. Well, I think you're being a bit biased. (laughs) I love. You know, I calls it as I sees it. Zane's got Nakamura now on the outside. The announce table. They got look. They looked at each other. They're not. They got an idea. Shane McMahon's telling him enough, but they're not listening to him. What's up with Daniel Bryan? Has he got something in his eye? He might have something. Someone might have thrown something. Did that happen to Stephanie McMahon once upon a time? She was meant to make a count and she had a hair going her eye. <laughs> Probably what happened. And Zane holding Nakamura. Owens on one announce table. Oh, oh, bullfrog splash! Nakamura through the announce table. My. And that's certainly put him out of commission for the time being. Well, yeah, that's it. That'll do you. Is no one actually counting? I think they're just watching in awe. They can't believe what's just happened. Well, Nakamura, one announced table through the other one. 
Nakamura came with him on the journey. And now this basically turns into a handicap match unless they get Nakamura up to pin him. Well, Nakamura's a legal man, isn't he? At this moment, I have no idea. All lost it. Orton's in the ring now. I think Orton and Zayn. Zayn back in. Uh-oh. And Orton now, he's turning it up a gear. He doesn't need a partner. Well, that would be handy. Yeah. Uh, Zayn. Zayn. Zayn is in the wrong part of town. <laughs> yeah. Well, Zayn missed a pass time earlier. Wasn't that lucky. No, he's cool. Uh-oh. Suspension. DDT. He's delaying it. He's making Zayn panic. And look at Zayn trying to grab the knee pad, trying to get out of it. What's There's it? nothing he can do. Oh. oh. Drops Zayn on his head. And what's next? The RKO. Well, he's fisting the mat at this moment in time. And Shane's excited. <laughs> Shane knows what's going to happen. Zayn, look behind you. You don't want to turn around? Oh! Boom! RKO. And he knew exactly where that one come from. Going for the pin. This is it. Where's Owens? One, One, two. two. (gasps) Owens pushed Brian onto Shane. (laughs) Oh. No, you're telling me that's not suspicious. Exactly. My man said he was going to count the three and Brian broke it up. Brian's going to get RKO'd. Yeah. Orton's in position. Oh, he thinks he's screwing him. Oh. RKO onto Owens. Get out of the way. Well, that's it now, surely. Don't call me Shirley, but it does look like it's over. But I think Orton's been distracted. Yeah, but still, he's going for the cover on Sami Zayn. Oh, Zayn rolls him up! Oh, my God, this is just... Rolling back and forth. And neither man able to get the three count. His shoulder was up. No, it wasn't. Shane McMahon refused to count. (coughs) Sami had Orton beaten, and Shane just screwed Zayn and Owen. Well, Daniel screwed Orton and Nakamura, so it's 1-0. Oh, now they're pushing, getting into each other's faces. Sammy can't believe it. Orton's getting up. RKO, no. Oh, roll up. One, two. Fast oh. count from <laughs> Daniel Bryan. Gets the victory for KOZ. Wow. Well, Shane, you didn't want to make the count. Bryan made the count a little bit faster. Orton can't believe it. What the hell is going on in SmackDown at the moment? Well, Owens and Zayn's job for now is safe. But but for how long? With Orton gunning for you and with uh, Shane McMahon. Don't forget, Nak- oh, Nakamura's back in going, what happened? <laughs> I think all sewn up, really, without Nakamura's help. But, I mean, what do you think of the match, Dan? Interesting. It's certainly left it wide open. You know, it's uh, this definitely isn't the end of it. No, I don't think it is. But I think match-wise... I- Kind of difficult, didn't it? Because it kind of lagged into a normal tag team match uh, in the, in the middle part. It was was more of the drama taken away from you know Shane's earpiece falling out. Yeah, and uh, the was it was it more about Shane and Daniel Bryan? But I like the bits when they started getting involved in it. Uh, I, I like. I don't think the rest of them was that good. I don't think there's a lot you can do with like say two extra referees in the ring. There was a lot else they could do. Until Nakamura got taken out, and then it got interesting for me. And I really like these closing exchanges here. I mean, it's just smart how they did it, and and it worked well. It was a, it was a good angle, you know. Like I say, it wasn't the best match, but it was about Brian and Shane and what happens. Orton's now annoyed. You're going to have Smug Owens and Zayn on SmackDown, which is probably them at the best anyway, isn't it? So yeah, uh, I, I'm quite happy with that, and it means that yeah, it goes five three. 
even though I can't catch Dan now. So up next, it is the match everybody's been waiting for. The WWE Championship, Jinder Mahal versus the WWE Champion, AJ Styles. And let's have a look at the promo. Well, I think being the WWE champion is the, the pinnacle of our business. This is what we strive to be as the champion. The boyhood dream has come true. Oh, hell yeah. The people's champ, The Rock. I am the best in this business. I'm the WWE champ. They were some of the best, as I hope to be one day. It is all about the most prestigious prize in the history of sports entertainment, Styles and Mahal, here on SmackDown Live. Manchester, England, what a night. something no one has done before in the WWE. For the first time in history, I won the WWE Championship overseas. And the fans responded the way I hoped they would. Jinder Mahal is completely beside himself. When I lost the WWE Championship to AJ Styles in Manchester, I felt taken advantage of. I wasn't prepared for a match against AJ Styles. I was in the middle of a European tour. I was not feeling my best. I was not at my best. So AJ Styles got lucky. So he can play the blame game all he wants. The reality is that night I was better than him. AJ Styles knows that when I am preparing for my opponent, I am unbeatable. The sun has risen on a new era. The legend of the modern day Maharaja. For 170 days, I was WWE champion. The most dominant force in the WWE. I brought class. I brought dignity to the WWE championship. Class and dignity. Is class taking shortcuts every chance you get? That's not me. It's not what I do. People, they make excuses, especially my opponents. They say things like, you would never have became WWE champion if it wasn't for the Singh brothers. Samir and Sunil, what is going on? Get the Singh brothers out of there! He wants to keep what he has, and I can't blame you for that. But I'm going to do it the right way. When he went about it all the wrong ways. Oh, look at this! Oh, oh my God, and Mahal just cracked Styles on the side of the face! People say that I'm undeserving. I won the WWE championship, not the Singh brothers. And a clash of champions. I regain the throne. I regain my crown. He's not taking anything. I'm not losing that championship to anyone. What good is being champion if you're not willing to fight for it? Oh, and look at Styles! That's what we would show one-on-one match. AJ Styles knows his days as WWE champion are numbered. Jinder, you call yourself the modern-day Maharaja. Maharaja, I am the rightful champion. A modern-day king. I'm a soldier. I'm a warrior. You want my WWE championship? Come and do battle. 
Well, what an interesting promo that was. Celebrating 54 years, the tradition of the WWE title and seeing all the great past champions, of course, Austin Rock, Macho Man, Hogan, Undertaker and all these other people like that. And then, of course, we go to Manchester, England, England, where AJ Styles became the first person to win a WWE Championship overseas, beating Jinder Mahal. What fucking idiot would say that? So leading us to face-to-face interviews, basically, and Jinder Mahal saying how important it is for him to become WWE Champion again, and AJ Styles saying how much it is, how important for him it is to uh, keep hold of it. And I think the two interesting things going into this match would be the Singh brothers and their impact in this. But as we've seen in recent weeks, you can explain more what they've been up to. And also, Jinder Mahal's loss to Triple H doesn't signal really that they've got main event potential in him. But Dan, what do you, what, what's going on with the Singh brothers at this moment? Uh, well, the Singh brothers, they, they uh, experienced the collapse after uh, AJ Styles beat Jinder Mahal for the title in Manchester, England. Manchester, England. England. And uh, they, they came out pretending to be Styles' friend, but Styles see right through it. He wasn't stupid. He headbutted one of them, knocked the other one down, threw them both out of the ring and called Jinder Mahal out. And, you know, he was wise to walk away. Yeah, it made AJ look really smart in this situation, didn't it? Situation. situation. Uh, the way he kind of realised that they were trying to double bluff him. And as we heard from the Bollywood, uh, as we heard from the Singh brothers earlier, they might have, might be at ringside for Jinder Mahal here. So I think if he wants to win it, uh, you know, it, if he's going to win it, he's going to need them by his side. But Dan... I have gone for, to end this all, even though you've won the pay for your point, just to end it, I have gone AJ Styles. James, I have gone for Jinder Matt. AJ Styles. Yes, so there you have it. We, <laughs> you've gone AJ, I've gone AJ. So no matter what happens here, Dan, what are your reasonings for going for AJ Styles in this one? As mentioned in your, in your really well put, promo for the match Triple H beating Jinder Mahal in India you know it certainly signifies the end of the push for Jinder it just it just goes you know it's why wasn't he champion for another couple of three weeks this is the thing isn't it yeah it wasn't obviously an injury it was something they wanted to do yeah, obviously the uh, thing they got from the Brock Lesnar thing at Survivor Series, obviously the response for maybe Mahal can't do it. But to, like I say, headline the tour in India, it's home, it's home country, and, and to lose is, is it kind of, you know, makes you feel sorry for him a little bit. They've tried this experiment. Can we class it as a, a failure now, Dan? Yeah, oh, I think we can, yes. I want an English champion. Yes. You know, yeah. no disrespect to other champions, but, you know, I think we, we do... Should we should have an English champion? Well, how big do you think that moment with AJ Styles is? What or AJ Styles would be if it was a a British wrestler there having the opportunity in England to win the title? You know, it's like uh, just imagine we know we're in Bulldogs at Wembley Stadium against Bret Hart. It's kind of the same kind of thing, but we haven't actually got that kind of talent yet. You know, but there is there are people out there, Drew McIntyre. But uh, we'll see what happens as we go along, and we just about hear AJ Styles. He's Scottish. Yeah, he's still British, though. I think Nakamura's entrance was they were slightly louder for Nakamura than they were AJ. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it that. Yeah, I don't think it's the best response AJ Styles has had, really. I think everybody was looking forward to that match before as the main event and now put here with Jinder Mahal. 
But I mean, would you think this can be a good match or not? I really don't know. We know AJ Styles is more than capable of having a great match. Can Jinder Mahal? We've not seen it this year, have we? We haven't, no. We've not seen I mean, even the match in uh, Manchester was... It was all right, wasn't it? But you'd probably say that's his best match of the year so far. Exactly. <laughs> so let's hope AJ can uh, pull one out of Jinder. Oh, wait on. And then I can confirm the Singh brothers are at ringside as well. So keys to victory there, Dan. What does AJ have to do to retain his title? Not not get distracted by the uh, the Singh brothers. Is there a chance Jinder Mahal works out of here as WWE champion? I think there is. <clears throat> well, you know, they, he's managed to overcome both Nakamura and Orton multiple times. So, you know, you can't hinder the Jinder. Oh, God. I hope they don't, but here we go. AJ, Jinder Mahal. Singh brothers are talking to... Jinder Mahal about what's he going to do in this match. I mean, Jinder Mahal needs to uh, prove to everybody that he wasn't a failed experiment, that he is still a main eventer and he can go in the ring and actually have a good match and there is no excuse for him not to with AJ Styles there. If he can have a passable match with Brock Lesnar, then surely... Don't call me Shirley. He can have a, a better one with Jinder Mahal. Mahal using his freakish power... Freaky veins early on. Who would have thought at the start of the year the WWE title would be contested? Even though AJ Styles was WWE champion, it was AJ Styles versus Jinder Mahal, eh? Indeed, yes. But, you know, who would have thought that the 311 boy would have beaten the... Uh... Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> you had to bring it up, didn't you? Well, you know, I'm just going because, you know, there is links. Two of the three MB both held the top, respective top titles in their game. Both lost them. To better competitors. You really think CN's better? We're going to get started. I'm not even going to fall. I'm not even going to bite, all right? If you want to discuss NXT, Dan, wait until the next NXT update that we do, which will be in January, and I'll argue all I want. Right now, I want to focus on AJ and Jinder Hall, and I'm going to ask you a really tough question. AJ Styles, did he have a better first year, or has he had a better second year? I think <laughs> his first year was better. Yeah? Yeah. I think he's had better quality matches for first year. He's had some great matches, though, this year. I mean, you know. Yeah, well, you know, he started off the year great. You know, he had, well, you know, he met with John Cena. You know, that was a, a brilliant rivalry between the two. Yeah. Um, Shane McMahon at WrestleMania, it was a great match that he had. Yeah, again, but, you know, in his in his first year, he had a brilliant feud with Chris Jericho. Yeah, but what about AJ's feud of Kevin Owens this year? Brought out a couple of good matches on pay-per-view for the US title. I think both his years have been great. Jinder Mahal had a better 2017 than he did 2016, even though he did lose the WWE title. I think we can agree on that. AJ trying to speed speed it up a little bit, but Jinder catches him, showing his power, puts him on his shoulder, and now, oh, throwing AJ, bouncing off the top right all the way down to the outside. Distracting the ref so the uh, Singh brothers can come round and potentially uh, assist AJ Styles in getting back into the ring. Possibly. I mean, but look at the spring here of AJ. <laughs> well, his momentum carried him over. Jinder goes to the outside. And they fixed that announce table quick, didn't they? Oh, bloody hell, yeah. <laughs> Must have had a spare announce table. I think one of the guys we saw earlier, multinational, like the, the Vietnamese one hasn't got a table anymore. They took that. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, no, we're worrying it. Oh, and Jinder Mahal showing his vicious side on the outside. That was just 
throwing AJ Styles into the barricade, AJ trying to hold on to it, and it was just ripped off. Jinder Mahal sliding back into the ring <laughs> to break up the count. Throws him into the exposed barricade there. And that's the viciousness we haven't really seen much of from Mahal. But he's delivering here tonight. Looks like a changed man at the moment. Well, they say you are, uh, you know, when you're going for a title, you're, you're more focused than when you're defending it. Yeah. I don't know who says that. But yeah, maybe. no, yeah, but it's easier to win a title than it is to hold on to it. Someone said that. I guess the same person that writes the rules books. You know, I've never really got a name who wrote the rule book. You know, like count of ten and stuff Wilbur like that. Schneider. No, he did the abdominal stretch. We all know that. Abdominal stretch. Oh, my God. Jinder Mahal. Wow, he's just thrown AJ Styles onto the announce table. And again, going into the ring to break up the count. He doesn't want to make any mistake. He knows he has to pin AJ, submit him in the ring, beat him up on the outside. And he certainly is doing that. Oh. Now they're finally back in the ring. Mahal just runs through Styles with a big kick to the ribs. He doesn't even need the Singh brothers. Not at the moment. And now he's working on a submission. But Jinder Mahal is in complete control of this match. He's working down AJ Styles. Yeah, I would like to see AJ versus Orton coming up. And I would like to see AJ versus Nakamura at WrestleMania. Even though they don't probably care for Nakamura anymore. I want to see it. It's an attraction. It'll be good. I want to see him a rematch against Balor. And what else do I want from AJ? Eagles match against Seth Rollins. I think that could be really good. That'd be a very good yeah. match, yeah. Uh, what else do I want? What else do I want? What else do I want? Um, Bobby Roode versus AJ. Yeah, because they've got chemistry back in TNA, haven't they? So that would work. Even though AJ probably have to do most of the pushing in that match. Jinder Mahal now, shoulder block. Well, it has all been Mahal. Yeah, and what does that mean in matches half the time? Oh, but Styles hitting a lovely drop kick as Mahal was coming off the top rope. Could this be the opening that Styles needs? Oh, my word. And then outside now, Jinder goes to attack AJ. But AJ saw it coming, kicked Jinder. Right in the midsection, throws it back in. Oh, forearm. Is he looking for the phenomenal forearm? Styles is prone and in position. Spring, oh, but Mahal had it well scouted. Takes out Styles' leg before he had a chance to jump. Places him up on the top turnbuckle. Hits him with a big right hand. I was wrong about this being a good match. Um, AJ now on the top in a bit of trouble. But Jinder with a big right hand. And AJ, like you say, barring a couple of uh, moments, has had nothing in this match so far. And nothing looks, at all. And he looks to be in serious trouble right now. And now he's on second rope, just choking AJ. But AJ ducking out. And now he's got Jinder up an electric chair. Drops him back down. Jinder landed right on that head of his. And now both men up. Oh, Styles are coming back with three. But again, Mahal with a big knee to the ribs. Slow Styles in his tracks. But as I say that, oh, AJ with his lovely offense. Running forearm. It is a beautiful combination by AJ Styles, but it is the injury of AJ, the midsection that Jinder has targeted. That is causing Styles the trouble in here. Trying to just catch his breath back is giving Jinder the chance to recover himself. And I think Jinder's hurt his left leg. I think he felt something go earlier when he was going to the second rope. See if he's fully recovered. Oh, gets caught by AJ with clothesline. So I was trying to get him up onto his shoulders. Jinder managing to get out. Oh! Stars with a lovely neck breaker, though, but only able to get the two count. 
two. And I think there's a cut below Jinder's eye. And AJ going to go for the Styles Clash. No, Mahal managing to ram him straight into the corner. And Styles in a bit of trouble. Oh, and that, just as I say that, Styles puts the feet up. Knocks Jinder back, comes running in. Oh! And Jinder there just threw AJ over the head. Oh, only managing to get a two count. And Styles, his ribs are definitely playing him up in this match. Two. We can't breathe. I don't know what, it's like a pop-up gorilla press. When AJ takes to the match, it's amazing to think that he's like 40 years old. <laughs> he's been doing it for a long time. And Jinder now suplexing AJ. AJ rolls over the top. Northern Lights Ooh. suplex, but oh. Styles bridging out, but Mahal kicking out. Ah, ah. Well, you certainly shouldn't be hindering Jinder. I mean, he's had a lot of the offense in this match. Certainly. Styles with just a big punch to Jinder. I don't think Jinder can get up at the moment. Caught with a huge kick. I think his leg is in serious trouble at the moment. Oh, but Jinder may be playing possum himself. Hello, possums. And as AJ went for that flying four, I got caught with a big boot. Oh, my word. Oh. oh. An Indian drop. Two. Oh. Uh, AJ managing to kick out. Oh. Jinder now going to look to put AJ away. Coloss. Styles has got it blocked, though. Big elbow to the jaw. Pele kick from Styles. Knocks the taste of curry out of Jinder's mouth. <laughs> Nigger. <coughs> oh, and now Styles. Look to go to Styles' cast, but Jinder takes him all the way back to the corner. But as he's going for the shoulder block, AJ gets the knee up. Tornado DDT. No, Jinder blocks it. And now Mahal. Oh. Big kick there and just knocks AJ down to the mat. Goes for a cover. Two. Oh, but Styles managing to kick. Yeah. Certainly starting to pick up a bit of pace now. Yeah, just need to keep this momentum until the end of the match. Styles is back in it. He's got that look in his eyes. Will he become a two-time WWE champion? He's gone back into the corner now with Styles. I don't know if this is a mistake, but Jinder Mahal now. I think he's trying to hit the Colossus from the second rope. Oh! Well, he just got hit with a Pele kick. <laughs> oh, and thrown off there with Jinder Mahal. AJ going to go on the apron. I think we all know what it's time for now. The phenomenal forearm. Well, Jinder's not even up. So Springboard 450. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be beautiful. Oh, oh, hits its mark. But the punishment of the midsection of AJ. And now there's a tug of war with the Singh brothers and style. And Mahal is the rope. And oh. <laughs> a phenomenal forearm to one Singh boy. Styles clash to the other, I do believe. Well, Herb and Garv, good night. Oh! I don't think they'll be getting involved in this match, but have they distracted Styles long enough for Mahal to recover? Well, this is a question that we're going to ask ourselves. AJ on the apron, hanging up Mahal on the top rope, looking for the phenomenal forearm. Oh! Mahal ducks it, no. knee to the back. Oh, no. Locks in the Colossus. No! Hits oh. the Colossus. For Styles. Styles rolled out the way a little bit, but Mahal puts him in position. One, two. Oh! And at the last possible moment, Styles managing to kick out. Uh, And I think one of the the few people that managed to kick out Uh. of one of the... One of those... One of those... 
Kalas. Yeah, Kalas. But what's it going to take to put AJ away? He's WWE champion. It means the world to him. He will enter 2018 as WWE champion. The most prestigious prize in the entire business. Jinder picking up a lifeless AJ. This could be all she wrote. Oh, my God. Is he going to go for the Jinder clash? I think he is. Styles fighting out. Rolls through. Oh, locks in the calf crusher. Oh, my God. Well, if anybody can reverse the Styles clash, must be Styles. And now Jinder's in serious trouble. Middle of the ring. No sink brothers to help you. He's going to crush the calf. Jinder Mahal looking to get the bottom rope. Oh. And cows are sacred in India. He does. He rolls away. And he's cool. And he's tapping. Oh. Tapping like a bitch. Jinder Mahal. Your main event scene was very, very interesting, but it is all over now. AJ gets the win. I mean, Dan, what are your thoughts on that match? I don't know. It, was, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great, you know. It, when Mahal's in a lot of control, you don't see much of AJ's phenomenalness. You know, I think that kind of spoiled it. Yes, it did show that Styles has got a lot of heart and that even when his back's against the ropes, he can still come back. And, you know, pull a victory out. And there's more than one way to skin a cat, so to speak. You know, he's uh, he finished him off with the calf crusher after beating him with a phenomenal forearm for the last time. You know, I think this was just mainly going to display Styles' toughness. You know, even after that horrific beatdown from Mahal, he still managed to pull out the victory. Yeah, no, I, 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 com- I completely agree. I mean, it was probably one of the worst AJ matches I've seen this year. Uh, but it's strictly Jinder Mahal's fault, you know. It's yeah. it's not AJ. Like you said, to make Jinder look tough during the match, he had to have his horrible offence, and AJ had to take it. But I'm glad it wasn't too long a match, you know. I was worried about that. Uh, I mean, but, I mean, yeah, this is it for Jinder Mahal. Fair play, AJ Styles. He moves on to hopefully bigger and better things, and that means, Dan, you do get the pay-per-view victory. Like I say, six points to four in this one. Only seven points in it. And, of course, we'll find out if you can catch up on the New Year's Eve podcast. But let's have a look back now on Clash of Champions. And let's rate each match and get a match of the night. And, of course, pay-per-view rating. So we start, of course, a kick-off. And my worst person in the entire world. Um, going against Mojo Rawley. Mojo Rawley going against uh, Zach Ryder. What were your thoughts on it? Uh, it wasn't great, but it was over before it did any harm, really. It's probably going to go down as my worst match of the night and a two and a half of five because, you know, as as you've stated many times, Mojo has no offence whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, it is my worst match of the night. I gave it a two out of five. I gave it a two and a half out of five. Yeah. And I, I just, I, it's horrible, you know. Um, yeah. I, all right. And then US title match to start off the main show, triple threat. Rude Ziggler Corbin. Um, I gave that a four out of five, and it's exactly how a triple threat, triple threat should be. And there was great action in it. You know, it started off uh, Ziggler and Rude teaming up to take out the bigger guy, and you, you know, it, it just goes to show that you can't predict everything. I mean, we both went for two out of the three men in the match, and the one we didn't go for won it. Yeah. So you know, it was a good. 
shock. I, I thought, yeah, exactly. It's a really nice surprise when you think Ziggler's done and dusted, basically, and then they give you that, and you think, oh, fight, right, fair play to him, you know? And uh, I say fair play in a patronised way. It was a great way to start a pay-per-view, probably one of my favourite opening matches, and uh, I, I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, I, I, I thought it was really, really good. And like I said, yeah. the, the, even the ending to it, it wasn't like a quick roll-up. It made sense, zigzag from an end of days. Yeah. And it looked cool. And when something looks cool, Indeed. I'm always with it. Yes, I gave that a four out of five. I also gave that a four out of five. Of course, we'll confirm my match of the nights at the end of the show, at the end of, at the, end of this. Uh, tag team title match up next, Fatal 4-Way. Um, it was fast action, very entertaining. You know, I like the way they, they played it off for a bit. They had two single matches on either side of the ring. You know, that was very entertaining. Yeah, you, you know, the ends, it wasn't the greatest of endings. Uh, I'm trying to think. No, I, I didn't mind the end of that. I didn't, everybody got involved in it and it kind of yeah. uh, quite but, interesting. Know, I, would, I would have liked something a bit more yeah, no, you no. Know, unexpected. But I, I gave that a three and a half out of five. Yeah, I gave that three and a half out of five. Uh, women's title match. Uh, with all the lumberjills, I thought that was quite an uh, interesting way of doing things. I think it got a bit scruffy in the middle with all the yeah. people getting involved, but I still think it told a, a good enough story about the danger of the right squad. Carmella's a threat. Of course, Naomi's still a star of SmackDown division, and you've got Charlotte who's defending it all, basically, haven't you? you know? yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I did actually think for a moment there that we might have seen a cheeky cash in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a couple of good high spots. Uh, great back and forth between the two women as well. Uh, I gave that a three and a half out of five. Yeah, I gave that three out of five just because I thought uh, the, the tag team match, the, the in-ring action was, was slightly better. But uh, I, I did like the, the women's match, make no doubt about that. And then we had uh, the squash match, Bludgeon Brothers versus Breezango. And uh, I, I just put, it, it done what was, it done what it said on the tin, didn't it, really? Yeah, well, I put uh, Bludgeon Brothers. It was over quickly. Three out of five. Because, yep, you know, yep. just for the strengths of Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, it, it didn't offend me. I didn't think, why are they doing that? It was three out of five. It was like, okay, yeah, cool. I want to see them do it, but on a grander scale. And then we had what I thought should be the main event, Orton and um, Nakamura versus Owens and Zayn. What were your thoughts? Because I, I liked the shenanigans in the match. I thought it was entertaining. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. I think it could have slightly been played a bit better. I was kind of... More distracted by the two referees than what was actually going on in the ring. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, it's always entertaining when you see uh, an announce table get broken. It was a smart finish as well. You know, as you mentioned yeah. in your summary of the match after it had finished. Yeah, it was all right. I gave that a three and a half out of five. I gave that three and a half out of five as well. I said it was solid. And like I said, the, the, it plays up the Shane McMahon, Brian feud. It adds all and possibly Nakamura and of course like I say the smuggy smugness of Owens and Zane is going to be a treat now on Smackdown yeah. uh, and then like I said we just talked about the main event so what was your rating out of five for that one three out of five three out of five I gave that two and a half out of five because my thing is right I would have given it three out of five because it's AJ but if I look at my other three out of five which was bludgeon which was a squash and the women's match, I thought, no, the women's match was, was much better than yeah. AJ. I'm sorry, AJ. And someone had a go at me on uh, Twitter the other day about, oh, Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles was a five-star match. I said, well, yes, but like I say, opinions are... Well, like, uh, are like yes. everyone has one. And like, uh, my opinion is that, uh, you know, I managed to say what it is, and, and I didn't really like that match. 
I when I know what both men can do, and you know, and the same with this one with AJ. Just let Jinder do what he wants, and he's like, okay, then I can move on and actually have some good matches now. It's like a albatross around his neck. So, match of the night for you, Dan. Uh, triple threat match for the US yeah. Championship. And uh, I have got exactly the same for that US title as well. And your rating out of 10? Well, 10. 10. Um, it has probably been one of the better SmackDown pay-per-views of the year. But it's not been as good as the last few Raws. So I'm going to give it 7 and 3 quarters out of 10. Because oh, I think it was better than 7.5, but wasn't quite an 8 out of 10 yeah. pay-per-view. You, well, do you know, say, it's weird. I've, I've gave this quite a good rate. I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Now, the reason why I've done so, uh, given it so much for, is because it's an end-of-year pay-per-view where you're not expecting a lot from it. And they gave you, ignoring kickoff, they gave you a really uh, interesting US title match, which I would watch again. They gave you, uh, I like the fight of four-way tag team match that I would watch again. The women's match I watched again. The Bludgeon Brothers squash I'd watch again. Uh, the Orton Owens, that interaction, I would want to see the ending again and see what it's like. And then I'll do Saint whilst the main event was on. You know what I mean? You know, have it on as background. And, and that's why, because I think it's a great pay-per-view. It lets down the main event for me. If it had a great main event, then this pay-per-view would have been one of my favourites of the year, just because of the way it skipped along. And I, there was nothing that got me, apart from kickoff. Truly offended, do you know? What I mean? It was yeah. all quite cool. Well, yeah, you, saying that, it did seem like the whole pay per view just flew by. Yes, yeah, it did, didn't it? Yeah. And you know, I wasn't waiting around for matches. There wasn't too many, you know, interruptions. Too much talking on the mic, and the talking on the mic that there was, it was quite entertaining. Like yeah. you know, the Bludgeon Brothers, they said their point. Uh, Aiden English singing the Twelve yeah, Rusev Days yeah, of yeah, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. That was quite entertaining in itself. And, you know, I wasn't like, oh, for fuck's sake, how long is this going on for? You know, like an Enzo speech. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, the only time I ever looked at the clock, I think, was during the Jinder AJ match just to see how long was left in it. And, you know, that might have been me just towards the end of it because how tired we are. But, uh, so, yeah, before we go, we just we had talking smack and we're going to talk through that quickly. Well, Renan and Sam welcome us to the show and recap some of their initial reactions. Reactions. Uh, they cover the tag team complete with match highlights. The Usos join the show and proceed to do the lockdown song they debuted on the show. They talk about the brand split and calling it a big opportunity to show they were a true tag team. They'd be winning because they'd be twinning. They say day one-ish isn't just merch, it's a lifestyle. They shout out the new day and turn to Rusev Day. Roberts talks about Rusev Day getting over and it scares the Usos. Conversation then moves to the Bludgeon Brothers. They're saying they're going to duck and dive until the time comes after face them. When asked who they will be challenged, who will be a challenging 2018, they say they'll take on all comers and it's getting boring up top. They befriend Sam Roberts before heading off stage. Well, Sam and Renee talk about the tag team match for the special referees. They agree that Brian and Shane called it down the middle quite literally most of the match. Roberts takes the side of Daniel Bryan. I mean, whose side do you take, Sharon Manners or Daniel Bryan's? Um, you know, they both had legitimate reasons not to. I think Daniel Bryan screwed Shane McMahon over more than Shane screwed Daniel Bryan over. You think one, so? One with falling onto him. Yeah. Two, then Shane got him back with a fast count, uh, with the 
not counting. Yeah, all right. And then Daniel Bryan then got another one up by the fast count. I, I, don't, I disagree. I think Shane McMahon was biased and Bryan tried his best and was caught in. He had to do what was best for the match. Shane didn't want to count and Bryan had to do it because Shane wouldn't have let a normal count. Anyway, we'll argue about that another day. We cut to Rollins and Zayn in the locker room, celebrating in full championship style with plastic-lined locker room and champagne on ice. Dasha Fuentes interviews them. They say they knew Daniel Bryan would do the right thing. They celebrate in all their glory. And then uh, after that, Charlotte joins the show, sporting a new shiner on her left cheek. She gets a bit of emotional and says she was the target. She says she gave 110% of her effort in the match and overcoming the odds. Charlotte recounts coming from NXT and her road to this point. Sam asks if there's a single person focused on her, but Charlotte says everyone is a threat. She drops a tease that Becky Lynch could return soon. And when asked about 2018, Charlotte says she always wants to improve, but she's all, she also wants to be irreplaceable. When expounding, she says she wants to be the reason people buy pay-per-views and to become the AJ Styles of SmackDown Live. Roberts then asks her about her lineage. Charlotte says there's no secret. She wears the robe, does the strut and woos. But she says she does it because she's proud of her dad. She also says she would hope to be the same way as she was just a 5'10 athletic blonde badass. Well, they talk about the US title match. They give credit to the wily veteran Ziggler for picking his spot and recapturing the gold. Very beach a very beat-up AJ Styles joins the show. Styles gives credit to Mahal for not really using the Singh brothers. Styles points out the not-so-smart logic of using the 450, but said he went for it to put Jinder away. Roberts points out the roll-through that Styles did to pull to pull Mahal away from the ropes in the final sequence. Styles smartly explains the technique of the hold. Rani asks if Styles thought not using the Singh was a potential strategy. He admits he was somewhat surprised, but he's still the champ. Styles says being a champion is what you work for and what it means ev- and that it means everything to him to be the champion. Robert, uh, Roberts asks if Styles is done with Jinder Mahal. Styles responds that Mahal has had his chance and that he'd better find another championship to chase. Well, Young and Roberts, thanks Styles for joining the show and sign off for the evening. So not a bad talking smack, just literally recapping everything we've seen. Of course, we get more of a feel for it on SmackDown, but unfortunately that goes past our catch-up, so we have to catch up with SmackDown at the end of the year. Okay, so don't forget, our next podcast comes out Christmas Eve, and it is the WNR Christmas special, believe it or not. It's the WNR Awards 2017. It doesn't get any bigger or more exciting than this. On that night, heroes will be made and legends will live forever. We'll find out a wrestler of the year, match of the year, pay-per-view of the year, so much more. We've got special awards like the Johnny Gagano Award for most punishment taken in a match. I wonder if you can guess who wins that one, but so much else. And then the call stand in two weeks' time. We've got our New Year's podcast. We'll be recapping what an eventful year it's been. All the trials and tribulations. Also, we'll be coming up. Well, we'll be toting up all of our pay-per-view points, our bonus predictions, our NXT points, and seeing if uh, I can finally swing it back in my favour with the end-of-year predictions as well. It's uh, it's well, it's going to be very unhappy for someone, and uh, someone else is going to be. Uh, over the moon and uh, dishing out a t-shirt of their their choosing for their opponent to wear. Someone will have a very happy new year, won't they? <laughs> won't they? Well, we'll find out on the New Year's podcast. That's our next two. But that's for, I should say, Dan, I think it's your first time this year you've won back-to-back pay-per-views. 
I'll have to have a look at the rankings, but I think that's true. Fair play. I doffed my cap to you, sir. We'll find out who the real winner is, though, in two weeks' time. But until then, don't forget you can follow us on Twitter, at WWE Network Review, or... At Vince McDan, WWE. I'm at J underscore Rollins. Don't forget we've got a friend on Twitter Yes, well. we do. We have a friend on Twitter. It's Mini Chris Benoit, and he's just trying to make the world a better place, and you can follow him at Mini Chris Benoit. Across all the Google platforms, WWE Network Review on Google+. Plus. Send us an email to WNLpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Yes, Facebook. You can come and find our page and give us a like with a WWE Network Review. Or you can come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, WWE Network Review Podcast. We've got all the clips there and latest podcasts got the same time they do on YouTube. And they do other places like SoundCloud. On your phone. Spreaker Radio, where we've got our live shows January 27th and 28th. Renexy Takeover and the Royal Rumble, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, where you can download, subscribe, rate, and review there. But that is it. It's Christmas time. That's the next time you'll hear us. But until then, I have been James Rollins, and as always, always joined by Dan White. Thanks for listening, everybody, and bye. Bye. <laughs>